Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fate's End. A humble little homebrew Dungeons and Dragons game. I don't know why I say humble. I use the word humble a lot. Um, driven by fate, I will be your tail weaver for the evening. Happy Monday, everyone. Uh, let's get into our announcements, shall we? First of all, we want to shout out Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com for the ambiance and music that we use from time to time in our game. This menacing background, fetid swamp music that you're hearing right now comes from tabletopaudio.com. Uh, you can go and grab this audio for free for your own games uh, at tabletopaudio.com. Uh, you can also support Tim on Patreon so he can continue to make awesome sound sets. We support him and encourage you to do so as well. Uh, we will put a link to the chat um, in just a moment. We also want to shout out our new partner, Joint Chiropractic. With all the stress of fighting monsters, even adventurers need adjustments uh, to keep the magic flowing. Please visit one of the Joint Chiropractic 700 iconic nationwide clinics where they aim to provide affordable, affordable sorry, uh, and convenient chiropractic care to all communities. Uh, answer the call to adventure and get your first examination, consultation, and adjustment for only $29. And Daniel will put a link to the chat as well. I go to the chiropractic regularly because I sit at a computer all day, and I'm sure the majority of you also sit at a computer all day as well. So uh, don't let that spine... Um, turn into, uh, I took an arrow to the knee. Like, the joke didn't land. Like, a rhyme, Lauren. <laughs> I, know, I, I know, I was like, I, this, sometimes I understood imp- the joke. So you understood the joke. The improv just didn't work out the way it was uh, We also want to shout out Nine Realms Gaming. They create top-notch gaming accessories from the finest woods this realm has to offer. You can visit NineRealmsGaming.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off. We also want to shout out Mithril Armory. Uh, they create unique tabletop RPG items for everyone to enjoy on their adventures. You can grab their tin 20. Show those beautiful bad boys off, those of you who have it in chat. Woo, there we go. This will... <laughs> it also will take you to another realm of existence. <laughs> if you're uh, specifically Danny. Uh, we've worked so hard to get that green screen to look right. And all it took was the tin 20 to send you into another realm. <laughs> uh, they also have awesome D&D graphic tees on their website. You can visit mithralarmory.com right now to grab some of that awesome adventuring gear today. Uh, we also want to shout out Sirenscape for the ambient sounds and music that we use from time to time. We use their online pl- player. If you backed our Kickstarter, just a reminder that Stargazer's Guide to Aurora is coming to Drive Through RPG. I know you guys are really excited about that. Um, it's coming, I promise. It's coming soon, and we will have a date as soon as possible. You can follow us on social media with Command Socials and follow us all individually, all the cast individually on social media as well. Outside of that, time has come. Let's draw our cards. Akron is going to be recapping us from the last episode of Fate's End. Full of surprises from the very start. Finelai awoke to the sounds of Helianthus and his army packing up and going home <laughs> the very morning of our siege. You know, the Fate liked to joke like this all the time. I mean, it's got to be a joke, right? Although, <laughs> Helianthus never, never quite had a sense of humor. You kind of, like, poke your head out? Mm-hmm. 
you poke your head out and you see in masses parts of the army leaving. Are they supposed to leave? Wait, did we have a plan for them? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't run after them. Hey guys, wait! And Finn will turn and start running towards the manor and go to Prey's room and just like knock on the door. Prey! Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you hear a lot of hurry rustling. And she opens the door, like, shh, you're sleeping. Did you know that Helianthus is leaving? He's leaving. He's not going to stay. Apparently, they're all moving out to, back to his estate. Regardless, the show must go on. I mean, the Feywilds aren't going to save themselves. We decided to go through with the attack on the witch's estate, and Samson said a few inspiring words. I think this is a, this is a liberation, right? We're going in. Wow. We're going in. We're telling everybody that, that hey, Elrixus no longer has power. You're free. This estate doesn't exist anymore. Everyone who wants to fight can, and they can all die. And all the servants can go out, and everyone who is on our side can leave and tell our story. And then we burn it to the ground. Easy as that. There are few far, there are few stronger messages than burning someone's house to the ground. And we were off. Flying over the Feywilds made it obvious how much the Shade Witch's magic had affected every corner of the land and the creatures who lived there. The manor of the Shade Witch, with pale, hollowed-out windows that glow a sickly yellow up along the trunk like a castle spire. Vines draping all around the bare branches. It is damp and dewy everywhere here. A constant drip from the neighboring plants, smaller towers that look like moral mushrooms just out, um, jutting up out over the sharp branches along the top of the balconies that overlook the rot below. Bulbous pods hang from the vines down the branches, lanterns casting light all around the base of the tree, and you see a few gangly fungal creatures, the lash tongs that Losum mentioned, standing guard along the base entrance, their limbs long and thin, fitted with thorns, their heads almost three times the size of their bodies with large crocodile-like gaping mouths that hook over the bottom jaw like the beak of a bird. And every now and then, they open their jaws, yawning to reveal a writhing, sludge-covered tongue. We silently snuck past the guards into the estate and began investigating. The Shade Witch definitely has an, um, unique aesthetic. Swamp chic? Anyway, we were in the midst of discovering most of her secrets when we were interrupted by one of the house servants. She's holding, it looks like, blankets and linens, and she begins to slowly make her way into the room towards the bed. What about uh, that other set of footsteps? She's a fawn. Oh, multiple suits will come. She's got oh my four. Feet. So you you realize oh it's just her, as she kind of walks okay, that's in, and she kind of places the sheets down and begins to change the sheets on the bed. 
uh, Esperice, you're kind of looking down. She doesn't notice that you're there, but like you can see the top of her head as she's removing the sheets on the bed. Not sure if she was friend or foe. We turned to the least threatening member of the party for help. And you just kind of like put him down and it just like clops. Clop, 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 clop. And as soon as like he begins to clop, she, she hears that. She juts her head to the side and she just kind of like, ah! Like she's just kind of scared for a moment from the sound because she expected to be alone. And she looks down at Mountain as he just kind of like clip clops over to her. And she's like, at first she's terrified, but then she kind of like stops and she's confused. And he just stands there and he, and he holds up this, he holds up what looks like a sunflower seed in his hand. And she just kind of like tilts her head very confused, looking around. Say hey, that you're Mountain. <laughs> mountain, that's brilliant. <laughs> Hi, my name's Mountain. And I'm a rock. Wait, what? Oh. Well. <laughs> That's why you guys told me to do. <laughs> Say your name's Mountain. Her eyes go wide. You guys don't hear anything. You guys don't hear Finn. You don't hear what Finn says because this is all in her mind. This is all in her mind. So you don't hear anything. After a little convincing from Mountain, we made ourselves known to our new friend. Okay, friend might be a strong word. Open. She very quickly shuts the door and she goes, um, uh, you, we, we really, I mean, I can hide you all in my laundry basket back, but you really shouldn't be up here. Uh, I don't want back. anything to happen. Oh my God. Oh, and, okay. I, and I cast. Oh, and roll out from under the bed. Yeah. How many are, oh, you're not a rug. Oh. Shh. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. It, I see you've I see you've met my friend Mountain. Did he give you the seed? And you so you did, cast did you that get, spell? Yes, I cast calm emotions. Yes. Immediately she just washes over. She goes. Today promised to be full of surprises from the very start. Finalia woke to the sounds of Hilion. We should all leave, though. I don't want you all to die. You know, all things considered, this is going fairly well. I mean, sure, we're outnumbered behind enemy lines, and Heliantis left with over half our force this morning. But we're still breathing, which means we can still do something. And we have Samson outside, with a garrison of centaurs ready to stampede and raise hell.
A shift is coming. I can feel it. The Feywild longs to have its rightful queen back on the throne. And after today, Elrixis will know that her days are numbered. Happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> and I feel lonely. Aries uh, across the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Don't no, worry about it. Everything I do. Yeah, Ray is on the my bookshelf with my collection of fantasy novels, as she should be. A prominent, oh, a prominent place of honor. My boy, she's enjoying herself. Uh, Luden is taking care of uh, Cynthia's spot as well. So this is who I speak to. <clears throat> All right. So. Last session, we ended as the group finally disarmed the mechanical Elrixis trap, <laughs> retrieving the tiny box that she held in her arms. As you pack the small box away, you began to hear a scuffling coming up the steps that sounded like a lash top. And that's what you hear right now. So what are you doing like in reaction in the moment? Under the bed. Under the bed. Under the bed. I live under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> are we He's hiding? Under the bed. Everyone's hiding. Yeah, back to our safe spots that we were I in before. Suppose. There's plenty of room. Back in the closet, Prairie. Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, You're give right. me give me a stealth check, everyone. We're gonna have to fight this. By the way, we probably have like five minutes left of my pass without a trace until I. That's all we'll need. Okay. Okay. I'm just letting you know because we we were in there for a while. As you as you guys all roll your stealth checks, you hear that. (laughs) Is it verbal somatic? Yeah. All right. You may do so. It will blo- it will it will defeat the purpose of stealth if you do so though. If he starts casting a spell, Ludin will smack his hand over his mouth <laughs> and try and restrain it. Not if it's going to ruin everyone's stealth check. It ain't Seriously. I just got to 42. Do you're, not screw this unless, up. Unless you're a subtle spellcaster, sorcerer. Did the, did the amount of time I consider it bother you, Christian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you hear that and there's like the sound of struggling and you hear, no, no, please, I swear I didn't steal any food from the lot of, I swear, please. Does it sound like our girl? No. Her, okay. her, it's a, it sounds like a, a, a male. It's a male voice. Uh, Just a very high, a like higher pitched male voice. Um, what, so what did everyone roll? 23. 40, 42. 29. Uh, Ray Ray? Oh, yeah, 35. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you guys are fine. Fine. Absolutely fine. What did um, Akron get? I mean, like, even if you rolled a natural one. Rolled enough. 
<laughs> All right, uh, uh, Prayaria, you get back in that closet and Little Mountain just kind of like, and jumps into your hands back into the closet. You watch as the door swings open and a lash tongue has its gangly thorn arm uh, wrapped around a small male pixie in a moss-colored tunic smeared with blood from the thorns kind of impaling him, holding him tight. And you also notice that his wings have been severed across his back and only twig-like stumps remain. And uh, it drags itself across the floor, moving forward. Um, and you all have high enough perception uh, pass and passive insight to notice it looks like it's moving, this lash tongue is moving toward that pool of piranhas with this pixie. I knew Lauren put it in this room for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, like, I, oh, Akron oh. moves. Um, Luda, I move I, from under the going bed. going straight with him, I guess, too. Yes. I, mo- yeah. I, move, I move from under the bed and I attack him. Yeah, I'm, I'm also attacking. <laughs> Double um, swords, baby. Roll, roll, give me a roll of initiative for those of you who are doing things to see who does what first. I bet. I, oh. That's a 12 for Akron. Okay. I, I, I'm probably there's no active. Inca- okay, let me just roll a D2. Just roll a dex check. Yeah, I got a nat twenty for twenty two. I got nice. a seventeen because my new initiative is like plus twelve. Jesus, why? <laughs> Danny, <laughs> Danny, what is your dex modifier? A plus two. Esperis, what is your dex modifier? Plus two. You can oh you can go first. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you both roll the nat twenty. That's yeah. Crazy. We were like, no. So from above the bed, and you're under the bed, right? Like yeah. The, the other two are tripping their way out from underneath. So you have I'm the just, height. Yeah, I'm just planning on catching, uh, casting magic missile, which is essentially reaching deep into that plant brain and finding their deepest shame and trying to burn them from the inside out. Um, I'm gonna cast it at third level. Okay. Um, and I'll roll for that while what does Finn do? Yeah, Finn, what are um, you doing? And then I think uh, I think Luden's after that, and then Akron? Yeah, my first instinct, I thought everyone was going to go ahead of me. Uh, my first instinct, I think, is to go to the door and, like, close it, so that way, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Okay. With your nat 20, you just, you very, you would be very, it would be very easy and swift Me and change. subtle of you to just. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Esperis. Somehow I rolled nine with five D4, but I do add five to that. So it's 14 points of force damage because we all remember no radiant damage. Right? We all remember no radiant damage, <laughs> yes. Mr. Paladin? Okay. <laughs> and I also, um, before Finn goes out the bed, um, he'll reach over and, like, touch Akron and use guidance on him. Okay. I don't know what he plans to do, but I'll do something like that. So that and then I'll go get the door. Yeah. While Finn is, like, dashing across the room to close the door, just these luminous eyes from above the bedspread looking down and Psychically going shame, shame, and starting to burn a little bit of that plant guy from the inside out. So I assume, is this like a, for intent and purposes, is this a surprise round? Yes. Okay. Um, and how far away is this, like, 
Because I know the bed's pretty big. How far away is this thing? If I use my longbow, is it disadvantaged? Let me put it that way. You're fine. Perfect. I'm you guys, going to you guys are gonna, you guys are col- like col- collectively going to do enough damage to kill it. Hopefully, I will sharpshooter both of them. I'll both shots sharpshooter with my um, fake killing arrows. So okay, that twenty. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then the second shot, let me do it. Uh, that oh, is a 19 to hit. Uh, does a 19 hit this thing? Obviously, Christian. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's 20, uh, off the bat, plus that, plus that, plus... Actually, I'm gonna hold off on anything else. I think that will be enough, so that's... 2936. So, you guys, I want to know, because th- this guy didn't have enough hit points, especially on his own during a surprise round. You guys decimated. I want to know, in order, I'll let Esperis and then Finn and then Lude and then uh, Akron and Prearia, you collectively, like Ocean's Eleven, smooth as butter like a machine. Shine. I want. I want to hear. Like, how do you take this guy down? Um, so we'll start with Esperis, then Finalai, then Ludin, then Akron, then Priaria. What, what does this look the, like? The magic missile is less so because I didn't do a huge amount of damage. What I'm doing is like those light spots that start coming out of him, like Tom Riddle. Um, is instead going to be like opening parts of his body so that people can wrench him with <laughs> arrows and rip him further apart. I'm like making convenient aim here spots for everybody. Yeah. Ludin is, uh, since he is the sharpshooter and that's what he's using this go, actually, he's not even aiming for those spots as much as he's aiming for whatever's holding, like like how the thing is holding, and the arrows are going to pierce through and cut off the hands or whatever limbs that are holding that, and he's going to actually try and like catch whoever, he, the dude that the guy is holding. The little pixie? Yeah, and then roll out of the way with the pixie. <laughs> we'll say that you were able to do that. You, you like, as his arm gets kind of like, at, at, like, kind of re- like reacts and kind of spasms and lets go. Um, it, the pixie goes flying through the air, um, screaming, and then Ludin, you just dive and you grab him. I'll let everybody else murder. <laughs> Finn. <laughs> Finn. Hi. So I think everybody under the bed kind of like met eyes for a moment and then they were kind of like silently like, yes, <laughs> and they all went out at once. Uh, Finn, before he headed out, swiftly touched Akron on the shoulder and then went out in one motion and went towards the door, looked out to see if anyone was coming, then quietly shut it and was listening for any footsteps on that other side coming towards them. Just very smoothly, you were able to do that without alerting anyone with that natural 20. Yeah. All right, Akron. Um, yeah, I was actually gonna go for the pixie as well, but um, I guess Luden's got him. So, uh, you see this creature? It, I mean, like, there's like pieces of its like plant-like matter pulled apart, uh, kind of like forceps opening a wound, kind of glowing within it. Um, its heads just kind of jut back and its arms are still like spining outward as if it's trying to uh, react in some way to defend itself. Oh yeah, seeing that the, uh, seeing that Loon's got the pixie, um, this thing's a lash tongue, right? 
Mm-hmm. So it has a yeah, so, very large whipping tongue. So yeah, Akron Akron's gonna rush out and um and um after after the arrows have pierced through the pierced through the arms, he's gonna run in and seeing these uh, openings that um Esperesis has a uh, created, he's gonna shove his hands inside and let the vine and let the vines from his armor kind of like wrap around wrap around his insides to give him a little bit extra uh, grip, and he's gonna reach up and kind of like rip them apart. Oh, and just like 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 a. Uh, like a moss and moss and vines kind of like shredding and shredding the part. It's cold. about to scream to alert the others and you just go through and you rip out parts of it and you go for that lair, like what you would assume would be a pl- this plant's larynx and just rip it out so it's not able to alert the others. And it's on its last legs and how do you finish it, Prearia? I think it's just gonna walk over and kick it in the piranha pit. Yes! Spartan kick! You walk over, sassy and proud, the queen that you are, and you just, coom, kick it, and it just, like, flies backward into the pond, water kind of sopping up over the edges and onto the, onto the floor, uh, and it's not moving, and it's just kind of, like, it slowly floats there for a moment, and then it begins to sink down to the bottom. Luden's hands over the pixie's mouth. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you. you just, it's just like you can feel it, like exhaling and inhaling very quickly. <sighs> and it will slowly let its mouth. If you'll just let it go. Hey, hey, thank you. That was amazing. Oh, wow. Wow. Ooh, wow. Who are you? I mean, I'm... I'm not upset. <sighs> oh my god, thank you so much. Oh. We all, we all just go. <laughs> the silent. That's our thing. <laughs> Every time we save somebody, we just go, shh. <laughs> he, just, he just kind of like holds his yeah. hand over his mouth. I'm going to take a step back this time because he screwed up last time. Esperis is planning to kneel by the boy and kind of nod to, especially to pray in Akron to talk to him. She's just going to give him a look over, especially at those wings, and do a medicine check while people are explaining to him. Is there anything, is that a healable thing? (laughs) Or is he just permanently? You You can make a medicine check. I'll assist in that one. I will stay by the door. Um, I'm gonna cast friends. Okay. Are you alright, little one? Yes, I'm. I'm fine. Uh, uh, I'm. Oh, I almost died. Uh, he he looks over at the piranha, the like piranha pit, right? Got a natural twenty clapping in the background. Um, oh. He looks. I can uh, barely tell. You seem very brave in the face of danger. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, that's very kind of you, but uh, no, um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not brave at all. But uh, especially when it comes to you know being impaled on thorns and being carried up to a pit of piranhas, and while I used to be able to fly away. I I certainly can't anymore. <laughs> Did the Elrixes do this to you? 
Yeah, um... Yeah. He kind of just kind of looks down and goes, he gets quiet and he just, he kind of like slumps his shoulders up and back as if like, as if he, he can see that you're all staring at the wings that he should have. And he feels very self-conscious. With that nat 20, is it healable? You know, without a shadow of a doubt, like looking at the wound, um, the way how it's scarred over, this wound has been there for a long time, um quite a long time. So you you know that this is something that isn't something that can be repaired. Um, walk over to pray and then gesture to the flower and um, then just do like a shoulder shrug. Be like, you know what? I will say with your natural 20, you probably get the idea that, uh, yeah, Prairie's flower could, might, you never know. Change that. Complicated. There are um, um, some options, certainly. There is. Um, I had it for quite some time with a prosthetic, and that is an option. There is also regeneration. I will cast very satellites towards Praia. Um, she's just looking back and forth between on Luton and Esperis. Um, would you mind if I tried to? You're a little low, Reyna. Um, but he kind of looks at you and he goes, <laughs> I mean, he, he, sure, but uh, it's it's been quite a while and, and you know, there's really no magic that can fix what's gone. It's, who are all of you? You can handle introductions. She'll just like take the flower and start um, attempting to heal the little little pixie. On a certain level, you can call us the silent. We tend to move quietly through the world. On another level, this is Prayaria Risenawe. Hi. Does that name mean anything to you? Oh, we've 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 heard that. Yes, we've heard we've, we've heard that name. <laughs> We're not supposed to say that name, but yes, we 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 didn't know that you were real, honestly. You can say it. I I I'm. Uh, he, he looks like it's kind of like Voldemort, you know, like around here. <laughs> he and he's just like, he's like looking around, like, I'm pretty sure someone will hear me. Hey, um, hey, if they do, they'll end up like that guy. And I'll point to the piranha. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pray, Arya, as you take the flower, you. Peace just kind of hear and you hear this small voice in the back of your head what do you wish um, she's just gonna like press the flower into into his tiny back say um, fix what was broken um, restore what was taken please who asks? 
I am Prayaria Rithnawe of the Feywild ask this of you. Who asks? Does she get the sense she's supposed to use like her true name here or or just okay. With your passive insight, you get the sense that it wants your title. I, Queen Prearia Rithnawe of the Gloaming Port, ask this of you. This power has not been in the place where it's meant to be for so long. Held by those that truly own it. And with that, you kind of watch as the pollen just begins to flutter outwards sticking to bits and pieces of the bone and it just begins to shimmer and glow and like the embers on the tips of a candle wick it begins to grow and form and he's just like he is freaking out like eyes wide kind of like, he's not screaming, he's just like breathing really quickly, and he he just begins to kind of squirm a little bit, and the wings begin to form, and the glow fades, and his wings are fully formed again, and he just kind of like, (coughs) like begins choking out tears, and tears begin to stream down his face. All right. Do you let him go? You're still holding him. Do you let oh, him go? No, no, no. Yeah. I'm guessing Ludin is still holding him. Oh, no, I let him go. Oh, you let yeah, him go? Yeah, He's, I let him go at the top. He falls to the floor, puts his head to the floor with his hands, and just cries into the floorboards before you. Weeping. And just, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is the least that I could do. I, if it's all right, I would much rather see you fly than bow. He kind of sniffs a little bit and he just kind of like stretches his back out. And you can tell that he, he hasn't done this in a very long time. Like, with the scars, you're not sure, but you guess years up, certainly for you, Esperice, with your medicine check, and you know how long Faye live. This could have been scores of years. And he just kind of like stretches his back, and memories of your childhood kind of come back to you, Esperice, when you first learned how to fly. And it's almost like watching a toddler take its first steps again. And he twitches and flits a few times and begins kind of hovering along the ground first. And then he, his nervous face kind of breaks into a big smile and he 
flutters higher and he kind of like darts around the room swooping and he free falls and then opens them at the last end and there is just a joy and he was completely desaturated of color and he is just filled with a flourish of glow and charm and joy. And he just flits over to you and he just hugs you. And he, he remains quiet. <laughs> There's just little, you can just hear this little bit of huffing of his lungs as he excitedly breathes and he just runs over and like steps onto your shoulder and just hugs your ear. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. Oh my gosh. Oh. Like, I never thought I'd be able to fly <laughs> again. <laughs> oh. Oh. I feel I could do anything. What, what, what can I do to help? Well, um, tell me, how many more of you are there here? Of, of me or, or the, or servants? Um, servants. There's probably 20 of us left. About 20. Do you know the girl, uh, Mirel? Oh, yeah, she, she does the linens. Um, uh, well, we have spoken to her just now, and she is speaking to the other servants and gathering them. If you want to join her, I can make sure the guards don't see me. I know where all the small places are. Um, some that I couldn't reach before. <laughs> now I can. Uh. Very good. We're oh, going to get you all out of here. Before we get them all out of here, any of those secret places you might maybe tell us about? Are there uh, anything? Oh, the oh the yes. secret places I am talking about are, are small for a mouse. Okay, okay, yeah. Not yeah. that I mean, you are. No, no, no. I'm not offended at all. We are just trying to. Um, we have some people outside, some people inside, trying to. Well, be, be, so, no, no, your help is very much appreciated. Well, what, I can, I can help Meryl, um, and if you wait here, um, the closet over there, it's, it's fairly big. You could hide in there and, and I can come back and, and when everything, co you're trying to go somewhere, or are you trying? Library. We're going to the library. You're going to the library. Oh. Yeah. I I can I can help Muriel uh, distract the guards or maybe help move them into a certain location so that you can make your way to the library. Sure. There's only four more, right? Guards. Yes. Most of the guards are outside. Perfect. That would be oh. wonderful. There are more taskmasters inside here. So with that, the fairy um, will just kind of, uh, you'll see them kind of like flit up to the corner uh, into a small kind of like 
hole near the crown molding, and you'll see them kind of disappear uh, through the hole. Uh, everyone probably also feels a little less stealthy as Pass Without a Trace would definitely have ran out by now. Um, just keep that in mind. Um, Ludin will go to Akron while they were talking, and he'll be like, hey, you mind casting light on a couple of my arrows? I think it'll be an easy signal for our friends outside. You know, 600 feet in the air, bright light, I think they'll get the picture that something's going down, considering if we need to. And I could shoot that out of the window compared to cast light. Yeah, so I'll, I'll get him to cast light on like five arrows. And Luden, I guess we'll just explain to everyone. Hey, so if things start going really bad, really quickly, I'm just gonna shoot this out the nearest window, um, at the highest point in the direction of all of our friends, and they'll probably be on their way. Um, and I will probably also jet to get outside as fast as I can. Just letting you guys know um, if we start getting spotted. Uh, and the last thing that I need to know is I can make us stealthy again for the duration of this entire time that we are inside. But I will be completely out of second level spell slots if I do. I'm fine with that. I'm just letting you know no more gust of wind to help move anything, which doesn't have to be completely honest here. The most valuable spell. I think if there are only four guards, I don't think we need to be that stealthy. Should we take them out? I think we can handle it. But so should we take them out? <laughs> Daniel. Somewhere outside, Samson intensely agrees. <laughs> should we try to be stealthy? <laughs> I mean, we can kill them like, there's I don't know life. why, but I like what's going on in there. <laughs> well, they're all going to die anyway at the end, aren't they? Well, it's yeah, more... yes. The motivation to be stealthy is to try to get the servants out before violence begins. Unless we feel like we can tempt the guards one at a time, take them out like we did with this one. But... I think well, we can. Most of the guards are outside. If there are only four of them, worst case scenario, we walk in on them playing cards or something and we see all four of them at the same time. Do trees play cards? Well, I'm thinking more if we adjust the plan, considering we can kill everyone inside and then just make sure all the servants don't go anywhere until the battle is over. No, no, no. I think the plan stays the same. I'm just saying we don't prioritize stealth as much. If we run into one of them, we just take them out. Well, where are we going to put the servants if they start absolutely, like, after we kill them? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Because if we're trying to get them out, out is with a bunch of other guards outside. True. Should we have Samson go ahead and start the uh, the loud, the loud, loud part? Well, if Samson's going to start the loud part, we might as well kill everything inside first. <laughs> so At that- this point, <laughs> I want to I wanna clarify something that Lauren said. You said that there were four guards and the taskmasters. Like, are the taskmasters no. a different? They are like the, the he. If, if it wasn't clear enough, what what he was saying is that the guards inside serve as taskmasters. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't. No, you're you're good. That there weren't like a whole bunch more that were called something else. Okay. Okay. So. Oh. Well, yeah, I feel like we we can take them out, keep them all, not keep them prisoner or anything like that, but just keep them in safe inside, stay at the front door, 
make sure no, none of the guards come inside or shoot from the front door rather than let them out. And then at the end, after the battle is over, at least we know where they all are and we can keep an eye on them. Compared to- sending them all to the library, I think. Mm-hmm. So just okay. kind of keep the library, keep the fighting away from the library and keep it safe until mm-hmm. until it's safe and then go back and let everyone out. Yeah, uh, this is more like a dungeon defense game now. We th- we are defending the library. <laughs> In the library, that sounds that sounds good to me. Well, as, as, yeah, I think as long as the fighting takes place like on the other side of the estate or whatever, we should be fine, right? Like, exactly. so that's that's. I'm just making sure because uh, that kind of changes our plan just a tiny bit. But I mean, it's easy to adjust to, and just letting you know. I'm going to use my mage hand is going to come out again, and I'm going to try to pick up the remnants of viney plant material and start pulling it out of the little pond there, just to see. They don't have any of, like, those little stones that they had at the dungeon, right? Like, there's no no evidence on them that they're able to communicate with each other, like, through some physical magical device. Um, if you're proficient in nature, you could check. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Can I help? Absolutely. You might, um, I have a plus six, so I could help you or whatever you want to do. I have a plus 11. Okay, I will help you with that check. I will help you by, like, I'll use my mage hand to, like, pick it up and start bringing it out a little bit. There's, like, a piranha hanging off the end of one of the arms. Oh, the piranhas don't, aren't touching the lash tongue. Like, it's it's a plant. They, they want that meaty goodness. They're just kind of like, what the no. heck did you put in my pond? You know? They don't like vegetables. <laughs> they don't want vegetables. They want meat. Flesh. They want protein. They're trying Not, to get them gains. They want fey flesh. Fey flesh. All right, what's our rolls? Okay. Um. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Ooh. There you go. Nineteen. Nineteen. All right, nineteen. Um, so kind, you can you pull out you pull out this carcass, this um, vegetative mass bo- carcass, and you kind of looking over it, and you notice um, up within the uh, upper mouth of the creature, there are these kind of like two holes um, that. You know they when they close their mouth they inject air out of very similar to like the velociraptors in uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park where they use like a call through that their that part of their mouth um, in order to alert others. So there is some there is a call, but it's not like an internal communication. So kill them before they can scream, basically. <laughs> Okay. That's why they call us the silent enemy never gets a word in. Yeah. Aim aim for aim for the throats. Okay. Well, I got my bow. Um Finn, you have your uh sling. Sling. My sling? Yeah, I got sling. Got your sling. And magic. And magic. Akron I have no long range options. I punched them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, want my sling, Akron? You can use it if you want. No, nah, I'm good. Okay. Oh, Ludin pulls out uh, a plus one longbow, <laughs> and he gives it to Akron, <laughs> and he gives him 
no, no, no. No, I don't, I'm, I'm You're punching it. things, we'll heal things. Uh, <laughs> and if we're trying to, if they see if them he across- smites them. Only like, if he smites them. He can the, punch them normally. Yeah, if, if you're close, that's the thing. If they see if us I'm from across really the room- I'm really good at getting close. Yeah, okay. Just in case, here's a plus one long bow. I don't- and he's gonna give him- You're not a fan. You're not a f- I <laughs> Okay, keep it just in case. I'm not keep your shield and your freaking longbow. No, I love the shield. about you, Akron. I have the shield. I always have the shield. I'm not going to use the longbow. Luden makes sure that he uh, like freaking attaches the longbow to Akron's back, <laughs> and he gives him uh, ten fake killing arrows, uh, just in case. This feels so wrong. He yes, just wants I, you to be safe. Yeah, I don't care what it feels like, Akron. If the, the moment comes and you use it, you don't even have to let me know that you used it, okay? Just don't die. And can I, can I use the arrows as a melee weapon, Lauren? Can I just like... <laughs> can people? all look away when you shoot. <laughs> I'm joking. Continue. You don't even have to be proficient. What are you doing this to me, man? Daggers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess I yeah, would I'm use just... it as like dag. Yeah, daggers probably. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, at this yeah. point at this point the door kind of like um you, you you see like the doorknob kind of like turning and you just kind of like it kind of like and you see Meryl's head just kind of poke through when she sees you pull the bow she's like <laughs> goes back down. well I'm right by the door so hi oh. hi <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, can I just come in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm kind of in the way. <laughs> and she just side. she just kind of like skitters in her her fawn feet, kind of like pittering behind her, and she kind of shuts the door very quietly. She goes, "Okay, I think maybe uh, maybe uh, fifteen minutes uh, you have down in the library. I I took some of the acid out and I poured it down. Um, there's a very big hole in the kitchen now, and I told the guards that someone was trying to escape. So." Wow, you're really good at this. Well, we know where the guards are. I mean, that's what I wanted to do for a very long time. I was just too afraid to do it, so I just... So, are they all there? They're in the kitchen. Are they all? Yes. So maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes. You, you should hurry. All right, we gotta c- get going. Come on, guys. Oh, you did go so good. Go to the library, or do we <laughs> go to the kitchen at first? Did I, did I do a good We're gonna job? We're go to the kitchen. Yes. Yeah, You're very clever. Oh, he's, he's, he... Luda's just gonna say, hey, uh, get everyone away from the kitchen. We're gonna kill the guards. Yeah. Oh. I need oh. to blow off some steam. Okay. <laughs> I, I was able to tell some people um they're they're already in the library but there's there's just like twenty of us so I um I better hurry um okay uh. I'm doing a wonderful job here 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 do you need Finish some acid that. yeah Luke, take the acid I I have two more bottles I grab the other two bottles okay wait should I take one just in case. You know yeah, what? Yeah, you're one. really useful here. You can <laughs> okay. have I feel All like right. you'll know what to do with it. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 I'll, I'll be back. Mm. Right, she pitter-patters out the door. Hi. I love Nothing her. can happen to her. Nothing at all. <laughs> She's the best player on our team. <laughs> what is her, okay. is her name? Meryl. Meryl? Meryl. She's an honorary silent member. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is it, Finn? Are you like all right? of, she's like part of our mom's the word crew or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, let's go. Come on. Yeah, let's right. go murder some people. I guess we're going to try and stealth to the kitchen, but... I guess that's what we're doing. You open you open the door and she's immediately like she she's 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 immediately standing there and like and you just like open to see her face and she goes, "Oh, I just realized you have no idea where the kitchen or the library is." Yeah. Where are the kitchen and the library? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she stands there and she kind of like like kind of like outlines on her hand and then she points and she she kind of shows you like roughly like up the stairs um and like everything like the kitchen's uh downstairs to the back and um the li- the library's actually towards the front of the building um next to the foyer and she goes okay i'm gonna go tell people now <laughs> see ya all right she's yeah. awesome i guess we're, we're heading to uh the, the kitchen to all right yeah. I'm just going to ask this question out of character. We were going to the library for a specific purpose, right? Breaking uh, the charm. The charm. They can't even leave until yeah. yeah, they can't They can't leave until the char- there's a charm um, in the library that needs to be broken. Okay, but we feel like we'll be able to kill these guards without alerting the guards outside. We don't want to let Samson know anything first. Well, I have... I have a bow and arrow that's I can shoot at minimum six hundred feet into the sky. That and it shines from the kitchen. I mean, I just got to get to a window. Okay. And if this is a giant estate, I mean, okay, okay. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to harsh anyone's vibe. I'm just momming real hard right now. Oh, you're 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 making sense so that we don't TPK. Like these <laughs> these are good things to to ask. I, I think I think. I can get to either a window or anywhere. Even if I have to action surge, run, I can get somewhere fast. We'll be fine. All right. right. Stealth into the kitchen. Um, Before we go in, uh, I'm going to cast Long Strider at second level for me and um, uh, your boy Luden. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast uh, Pass Without a Trace. Um, who cares? I mean, like, I thought we were saving the stealth, bruh. We gonna we gonna go ahead and use. We it. want to make sure they don't leave the kitchen. Yeah, we gotta kill okay. them. Like okay. this isn't like a. <laughs> I'm going to when we're almost down to the kitchen. Whenever we're like in that final sketch, I'm going to uh, spread my hand into finalize, and I'm going to cast greater invisibility on both of us. Give his hand a squeeze. Uh, all right, let's do it. So stealth checks? Question mark? All right, here we go. It's another natural 20. (laughs) Raina rolled a natural one. I did. Hey, that's what that natural 20. Oh Oh, my God. Oh, wow. (laughs) I got a Two natural 20s. Got a the, 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 the natural one's still like a 22 for Prairie, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a 13 for Prairie with a natural one. <laughs> well, if Luton did pass without a trace again, it's a 23. Yeah. I did. But there was there's two there's two natural 20s. That's four successes just to those two. So <laughs> hey. um, you are just bit like 
you We're know dialing. exactly where to step. You like the wood of these stairs that go down are rotted, and you know where they're going to creak. You just, you just, you're just in sync. You just know where to put your feet and and move very quickly and quietly down the steps. You hear them um, before you even approach. Um, you can hear that. <laughs> very lizard-like uh, growl coming from, um, it sounds like four of them you know, within the kitchen. Um, uh, and it sounds like one uh, just kind of kind of hear that. Another one. Okay, well, there's apparently two. Oh, there's Oh, poor Somebody's escaping. Escaping. They're trying to go after the person that's escaping. So let's kill them. Other two. Only. Silently. 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 You hear out of the corner, it's Meryl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Meryl showed up. Yeah. Meryl said, silently. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so. Ludenwald. The doors just kind of like cracked open. Yeah. It'll be like ready. Three, hmm. two, one. Boosh, boom! The door <laughs> slams open. You all, you all have surprise on the two in there. Um, they just look at you like, eh. um, <laughs> and they go down. Hopefully, immediately. Oh my god! Uh, let's let's just roll initiative to see who goes first. Right. Who gets to do what first? Uh, that's twenty-six. Wow. All right. Uh, Esperis? Well. Sounds like you're going last. Uh, No, Raina's going last. No, no. no. (laughs) Uh, Finn? 16. So you go before Esperis. Uh, Akron? Well. You go after Esperis. Wait, what did you get? Didn't you get a 14? I have uh, twelve total. Oh, what's your what's your dex mod? Two. What's your dex mod, Akron? Two. <laughs> yeah. Who would like to go first between the two of you? I went first last time, so Akron can go. Okay. Right. Thank you. All right. Luden, what you doing? Uh, I'm gonna try one fire arrow and one um one what you call it arrow, the uh, fake killing arrows. I'm going after the same one. I'm doing both of these with sharpshooter. Um, but I'm just seeing if, you know, maybe the fire will do some extra damage to plants. And if not, whatever. I mean, okay. I'm still gonna try and murder them horribly. Okay, so longbow. Uh, longbow, okay. And then we're going to attack the first one. Sharpshooter activated. Ooh, that's a 20. That hits. <laughs> The Definitely second hits. one is uh, 22. That hits. Um, does my fire do any extra damage? It certainly looks like it. Dope. Okay, so I will roll 2d8 for this fire. Shiznia. So one, two... 
So that is 12 plus 8 plus 10 plus 10 plus, let me do another. Wait, are you adding the fire damage? Yeah, I added the fire damage. Do I not need to add the fire damage? How do I, how do I add this fire damage? Let me put it that way. These are just flaming arrows, right? Yeah, it's just one flaming arrow. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I will I will add it for you. Just tell me what okay. your total is without any added fire damage. Okay, cool. So the first shot is 22 damage. You, yeah, you, you murdered one of them immediately. All right. So I guess that second shot will have gone to the other one, and it was mm-hmm. just a regular fade killing arrow. And that damage roll was 18. Okay, that was... I'm gonna make that as well my favorite foe. And so it's really 20 damage. Okay, that one's still up. Okay, cool. Ludin does But the other one is like, (laughs) it just, you see the flames lick up the sides of its body and it's just, and it just tumbles down into the hole. And you just watch as the light just falls through and just, and you hear it. Well, no, Luda will take a look at me. Like, how much acid is my this girl used for it to be like that? He's like, she's great. It's, it's probably it's way. probably like an like an eight foot hole, eight, like eight ten foot hole, you know. But like, it goes down it's, under um, and tunnels down. Um, there look. looks to be like it like that. There looks to be like there's a tunnel system underneath from the rotted some of the rotted roots, but there's only a small section that the acid actually ate through. Does that make sense? I see. Like, you know I how see. houses are built um, on top of, like, kind of... The um, foundation. Like, there's, like, like a foundation with, like, crawl spaces between it? Yeah. So it's just sense. through the floor, and then there's, a like, a bigger crawl space underneath. Gotcha. Well, that's uh, Luda's turn. He just rolls out of the way for whoever's behind him to... That's gonna be Finn. Finn, All right, you, you watch this. You know there are three left. Yeah, as the door swings open, right, to the kitchen, Finn's going to cast out a hand and cast a spiritual weapon. And that sword, that falchion's going to show up right by one of them. Probably the one that, um, well, there's three in the kitchen still, right? One in the kitchen there's still. There's one in the kitchen. There's the two down in the hole. Two down in the hole. Okay, I'll do the one in the kitchen. And it will slash it. That one in the kitchen. All right, let's see. Hey, we're rolling well tonight. Twenty-eight. <laughs> How many natural twenties have there been tonight? Um, but uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> hits. Nice. All right, that is ten damage. Ten damage. Yes. It is still up. All right. It had thirty-two hit. Oh, okay, guys, keep going. It's but it's looking rough. <laughs> it just you slash at it. Parts of it, parts of the thorns go flying and kind of chink chink into the wall from the force of you just slashing off the sides of its arms. Um, and it's just kind of like parts of it's falling apart. You can see the vines trying to weave itself back together up in its face. It's looking rough. Cool. That's it. Akron. Who's next? Okay. A, long um, a what? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm just going to go uh, finish this one off since it's on its last leg. 
uh, I'm just gonna run up and deck it in the face. Just like, just punch it, wrap my hand around its uh, tongue and yank it out of its mouth. Yeah. Would you also like to move into the hole afterwards? Um, That would be awesome if I could, yeah. Okay, let me attack first. In the hole. In the hole. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh. That's Natural one. So I'm guessing a nine doesn't hit, huh? You missed. I get a second attack. So I'm going to swing again. Ah, much <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh my god, what is happening? And you guys are always like the digital, the digital roller never lets me get good rolls. Right, you know, I, I was gonna throw a smite on it, but I feel like I don't have to. I mean, also radiant damage. I was, I was joking. Well, it was a different. I was gonna do a wrathful smite, so it would be second. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, cool. I'm versatile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but um, I think I'm just gonna do a regular uh, attack on it. You said it's looking rough, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'm just gonna do a regular. Uh... Oh wait, sorry. I should have hit crit, but that's okay. Um, that's ten regular, but then I guess double the dice for the nat twenty. Mm-hmm. So. It. Fourteen. Yeah. You. You get it. Um. You uh, you grab this creature by the tongue, and since you are going to go into the hole, you grab it and, like, fly through with it backwards into the hole and just smash its skull into the ground, and it just kind of, like, this plant matter just kind of flies outward, hitting the wall, um, and it just kind of, like, gets all over you, and uh, it is it just kind of, like, twitches for a moment and stops moving, um, and you're just... You have you're down there with two corpses next to you. Yeah, he'll he'll get up and be like superhero. <laughs> <laughs> he'll wipe some of the slop off and be like violent. Y'all good up there? <laughs> All right, uh, Esperice. Oh, nobody's left up top, right? Nobody's left up top. You know there are two down there. I got greater invisibility and pretty good eyesight. I'm gonna jog on over to the little hole and look down in it and see if I can get eyeballs on any of these guys. Um, you'd have to be down in the hole in order to like there it's down in and then you'd have to you'd be able to see from there. Okay, Esperice is gonna fold herself up a little bit and hover down the hole, trying not to touch the dirt. Um, <laughs> Much more I'm gracefully, Esperice. <laughs> She's invisible, but she still doesn't want to be dirty. Um, do I hover downwards? Can she see them when she reaches the bottom? Yes, when you reach the bottom, and again, that's probably that's like about ten feet of movement at that point. Um, you do see them. They're they're, uh, they're looking back because they're they hear all the commotion, but they're probably like ten feet ahead. Um, and they're looking. They're like currently looking back in like surprised from whatever the heck is going on. Okay. Um. I need to remember how the condition invisible works. I believe because they don't see me, I have advantage on my attack rolls. Is that right? It's a surprise round. It's a, oh, it's a surprise round. Yeah. So it happens anyway. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Firebolt. 
I'm just gonna like bowl some fire down the tunnel at them and see if I can get them. Um, nice. Firebolt. Oh, attack with advantage. I've used. I haven't used this in a long time. Twenty-two to hit. Hits. All right. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Playotic Games, for the raid. Thank you so yes. much. What's up, guys? And that's going to be 22 points of fire damage as I just hit down to the first person down the hallway. You, what are, you, you, you definitely, you definitely, what does this look like as you're bowling for lash tongues? You definitely take out one of them in a, in a fury of flames. Yeah, it is, while she's invisible, it just looks like there's a gentle little spark in the air and just that goes down the hallway and incinerates one of them and the other one is left standing behind it. And I'm still there, invisible, watching, always watching. <laughs> the one the one that's remaining sees two of his friends completely, just one falls down into the hole. The other one gets smashed by some crazy uh, human fae that just smashes their skull down in the hole. And then an invisible being, they can't see you at all, uh, sees their friend just... And up top, the people still in the room just yet. Like a little light, yes. like warm fire, like a, and then disappear. Yes, Finn and Prayaria, you just see a little glow with underneath the floorboards. <laughs> All right, uh, pray. There's one left. There's one in the hole. There's one in the hole. All right, and she just kind of walks over and jumps down in the hole. How big is this hole? Um, it's probably it's like roughly five feet. Maybe four feet. It's a little, a little cramped. Wide. You land on Esperice a little bit, but it's okay. okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Just feel something like, oh, probably Esperice. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, we don't got, we don't got much room, so she's just gonna, just gonna stab. She's gonna take her daggers and try to stab at its throat. All right. Roll to hit. Roll to stab. That's a 21. That hits. That hits. Is that seven plus my sneaky attack? So that's 20 points of damage. Snap, okay, yeah. You uh, you run in there, unsheathing both your daggers from behind, uh, just carving into it. You go for the, for the back of the side of its throat and just pull down forward and all those vines just kind of like snap with the loosening and just begin to writhe almost like snakes along the side. Uh, its tongue kind of like, uh, f- like flinging back and forth as it reels back from this damage. Um, but it's still standing. She just holds it really still as it's like, she's stabbing it. All right, well, time to do it again then. And it just screams out. No, no, none of that. 25? That is, y'all are rolling so well tonight, Jesus. 
adds another five points. Never damage. been prouder of us. I like how praise like scold again. Now, now, none of that. Stop that. No, no. That's five more points of damage. Five more points. You uh, just kind of like grab the side of your dagger, um, just kind of shift it in your hands and come back down around and just kind of slice off some of the thorns along its neck that just kind of like fall off to the floor. Uh, But it is still standing. Um, Which brings us back to Luden. Oh, Finn Finn has to go. Has Finn not? I went. Yeah, Finn, I went. If, Finn's oh, after, right after you. you. Yeah. Do we need to roll regular out. initiative now? Mm-mm. Oh, cool. I, I, I rolled initiative. I rolled initiative for the one guy that's left because I thought you guys would kill him. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Looted sliding into the hole, pulling out his longbow. He definitely like he thought he was gonna land like really cool. Hits Esperice. <laughs> it doesn't see her, but like understands. Like ruin the moment. Pulls out two fire arrows, and uh, he's gonna attempt okay, to put this thing lets in the it go and like backs as far away as she can in this five foot <laughs> hole. It's cool. We got this, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna lose uh, regular. Uh, so we're gonna see what happens. Do it, do it. Okay, so the first yeah, one's the arrow at this point. 17, and the second one's a 29. <laughs> yes, that is. All right, and both of these are regular. So 11 and 18 plus whatever fire damage, two fire arrows. Finish him, Luden. Yeah, so as Prayaria lets go, I think he sees, uh, like, the thing about the scream, and he, uh, his mind goes, oh, no, and fires actually both arrows into both little holes, and then and send, uh, lights him up from there and goes, like, you, uh, he looks like he's a super saiyan at this point. <laughs> yes, you watch as, like, you, as you hit those arrows right within that part of its mouth, and as the, as the oxygen begins to exhale, through those uh, through those holes, it's almost like his nose is on fire outside of his beak, and the flames just flying out through those two nostril slits on the top of its head, and it just <laughs> falls to the floor, just kind of flickering in that flame. Yeah, a hundred percent. Luden has never been prouder of this party. Like he is, he is beaming. I want to jump in the hole. Finn's going to jump in the hole. <laughs> Wee! Can, I, can, I Finn. Catch, can I catch Finn? You can try, yeah, like, like, pure, like, like, a d- dirty dancing style. Yeah, give me a, give me a acrobatics check. Nobody puts Finn alive in the corner. <laughs> Not even Finn alive. Am I giving you an acrobatics check? Wait, oh, am I doing an acrobatics or is uh, both of you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't do a performance check. Sure, give me a performance acrobatics. This is for fun, Athletics. so. I'll do acrobatics. <laughs> I'll do performance since I'll do a spin going down. Awesome. That's a 23. 13. Sure, we'll say you. We'll say that's a success for both <laughs> of you. Um, Finnelli, not quite as graceful as, as like Akron's strength as he catches you, but. We did it, everyone! It's kind of okay. tight down here. Yes, it's like yeah. four feet. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luden's taken both uh, two two more arrows out. He was so happy. Finn jumped down immediately, just like 
of course. <laughs> and then he's 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 arrowing up the wall, trying to get out of this hole that has the entire party now. Here, Akron, hold on to me. <laughs> I'm gonna take my spiritual weapon and go up. <laughs> How does that work? Just... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does this tunnel, is this just Mirel's acid? This is just an acid tunnel or is this some Yeah, I thought it led somewhere, right? You said there was like a no. tunnel system, right? It looks like if you've ever seen like the crawl space underneath the house, there's, it's, it's like there are pillars in between kind of holding up the foundation. And so they're, they're, they do lead out from. Can we get the, the library from here? Let's just get to the library the normal way because. Yeah, you know, I have I don't no feel idea. Like this it, is like a catacomb system going to say that we have the opportunity after we the indentured of this estate and after Samson returns from Cornhole and uh, war duty, then oh, we can What is Cornhole? Cornhole is a kind of fey uh, gambling game. It's, it's like what we just did. They're gambling but you eat corn. Most likely. <laughs> Let's let's okay. let's 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 get to the library and we'll discuss cornhole later. <laughs> Corn sounds good right now. Oh my god. Let's goodness. go. Lutus, is Lutus everyone in the hole the right now? Is every oh. wait, is, no. we have climbed our way out. I heard I flew out. Before before you get out, you guys look up and you just see Muriel's head just kind of poking over the side, like, oh hi. I didn't hear any screams anymore, and I I thought you guys won. It looks like you hi, hi, hi. Hi. We I still have my acid. I don't. I hey, didn't look, don't hold it over here. Don't hold it over oh, the, the oh. hole. <laughs> <laughs> she puts the cork back on it. You had the cork on it. <laughs> she puts the cork back in it. Oh, sorry. I was scared you might need it. Um. That's very considerate. You're doing wonderfully. Is everyone in the library? Yes. Let them know we're on our way. Great. Okay. Am I, am I wait, no, we should she... follow her. We don't know, don't know where the library is. Okay, hold up. Wait, yeah, just wait right there a moment. We'll come with you to the library. You might want to take a couple steps back. We're, we're coming out. Yeah, you guys are kind of shoulder to shoulder down there. Do you need yeah. some butter? No, thank you. Yes. No. Freezy is going to fly out of the hole. <laughs> All right, that crazy. Now yeah, let's go. Bird bones. Yeah, Luden's, Luden's just... You crawl out of the hole. <laughs> as as Luden's roughing it, me and me and Finn just float up. Like, yeah. Alex, I'll extend a hand. Would you like a ride? Luden's not paying attention. Hold it's on to the chain. Hole. I got this. I can halfway jump that, man. I'm Luden. But you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says I can halfway jump that while he's like 10 feet below you. <laughs> okay. You are eight. Hey, hey, he's you. You are looted. You're absolutely right. Got this. Yeah. So he he goes all the way up, and he'll offer a hand to the queen. Actually, he'll throw a rope down to the queen if she would. Thank you. Oh no. Or use use the rope. Climbs out of the hole. Climb out of the hole. We're all out of the hole. All right, Miro. Judging by last session, getting out of the hole could easily have taken 45 minutes to an hour and a half. And I'm really proud of us for getting out of that hole so quickly. Yeah. Good job, guys. We're learning. <laughs> Yay. We did it. Miral uh, leads you to the library. Um, as she does, you you notice uh, kind of a, it's attached um, 
attached to the library, you see that uh, every ounce of light has been swallowed up, and the fun- there's fungi growing up the glass panels. There's actually a greenhouse attached to the library. It's like a mix of a greenhouse library study. Um, and every ounce of light has been completely swallowed by the fungi, growing up the glass paneled walls and ceiling of this greenhouse. Um, and then attached to the adjacent library, the fines and fungi look like an infection kind of overtaking the room. Some of the spines of the tomes in this library are split and mushrooms are kind of bursting forth in plumes toward the ceiling. You wonder how much is actually library and how much is actually greenhouse uh, without, with how consumed this room is and how intermingled it is. And the library is roughly 60 feet wide and leading into the greenhouse, which is roughly 30 by 30 feet, kind of circular. Uh, everything feels damp, and there's this heavy, musty scent that invades every single breath that you take. There's a large desk. Those same bulbous lanterns hang down from the ceiling that you saw outside, and they cast kind of a pale light around the space. You see rows of bookshelves with odd-looking covers and spines that line them. On the largest desk within this library, you see a massive tome open next to a stack of papers, and a fungal bulb is kind of fused into the wood of the desk. It kind of pulsates like a boil, and it casts light onto the pages before it. You see a medium size like a boil. Like <laughs> boil. <laughs> oh my! Your boils pulsate. Like a we got the correct imagery though. I mean, it does in in fairly God. fairly godparents. So <laughs> fairly I am parents. disgusted. Um, boil. <laughs> you see a medium-sized chest sitting on one of the bookshelves above that, um, behind and above, like almost like a mantle. Um, and the same symbol from the rotted fey oak keys near the fillery orchard adorns the lock of that chest. And that is what you see in this room. Our greatest nemesis. Yeah, outside of the, the people that are now in here as well. And Muriel's just like, here we are. So should we do the, the charm breaking first and then loot after? Yes. Yes. Maybe we want. Meryl's just kind of looking over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, where are the uh, where are the servants? They're all in here. They're all here. They're, oh, yeah. they're just like yeah, outside of outside <laughs> of that. They're 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 just kind of like huddled together. You see a variety of um, like red caps and satyrs and fawns, uh, some centaur, some smaller centaurs, uh, some fae. Um, um, I'll go over to pray. I'll say, um, are you ready to uh, greet your people? Well, I've never been ready before. Why start now? <laughs> she, um... Excellent. Um, <laughs> Akrid will stand up. He'll uh, lead Prey over to, um, I guess we're like, there's a group of them, right? When you're leading Prey away, Asperi's just like, adjusts Prey a little bit, fixes her hair. They just see her hair fixing itself because Esperis is still invisible. It like fades away as I'm adjusting. Wow, Prey, you really are magical. <laughs> Everything fixes itself. I love that's, that's Esperis. Smells like Esperis. 
Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> so I'll, uh, you know, I'll grow some, uh, some, some, uh, some nice looking fancy flowers and stuff and I'll cast light. So I have a little spotlight on me and everything. And I'll say my friends today is a most glorious day. All of you may rejoice for your savior has arrived. Your chains have been broken, your freedom restored. For today is the day that I present to you, she who blooms, the rose's thorn, mother of rogs, rightful heir to the gloaming courts, her majesty herself, Prayaria, Rithanawe, and I'll, and I'll tear it out, and I'll present her, and I'll have like a, like a puff of like a, like, um, like petals, uh, uh, explode, and Prayaria will be presented forward for everyone. As if it was rehearsed, you see Mountain is not not in your pocket anymore. He's on Akron's shoulder and he has not like one of he has a he has like a tulip and he he looks like he's blowing a horn. Um that is the tulip, like he's blowing a fanfare, and like he looks at Akron like, did I do a good job? <laughs> a little photo for you. Like, yeah, they do like a little <laughs> high five. <laughs> oh my god. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Sorry, just really good. They all look at you, Prayaria, and there's like a there's like very quiet clapping. There's no need for that. Um, it is wonderful to meet you all. I'm. Is this everyone? Muriel nods. Good. Okay, um, we're going to get you out of here, all of you. But first, um, we need to break a charm of some sort. Do you know where it is? Muriel looks at you and then looks back at the, the chest that sits on top of the... the banister. Oh, of course. Bad things happen to people who touch it. Bad things like what? Well, like... Death! Um, do you know how they die? Well... I'm... Anyone who's close enough... They begin to turn very purple, and then their fingers swell up, and their eyes turn red, and- You don't have to say anymore, Miriam. Oh, well, the queen was asking what happens, and I just wanted to be as specific as possible because I want to be a very good subject, and and she's saving us, so I think- Okay. No, you're doing a fantastic job, thank you so much. Yes. Very graphic imagery. All right, then, everyone, as far away from the chest as you can be. Also, in the chat right now, just so Lauren knows, <laughs> they have started a giveaway. <laughs> um, oh, I see. We started the giveaway for the Team 20. If you would like to enter, you can do comments. Did we? Yes, Daniel just yes. started doing it. Oh, I didn't know we had a giveaway 
tonight. Okay. We did have to vote. Now we do. Surprise giveaway. We are giving away a Mithril Armory 1020. You can see them. Uh, they come flat and you can actually assemble them. They are ooh, about to drop it. Um, you saw Deanna was holding it up. They're super cool. Um, yeah, yeah, go show it again. Uh, you can you put them together so you can roll initiative on the go. They're super cool, super cool. Uh, and we're giving away one tonight. So if you want to enter, use command tickets to enter, and you'll be entered. And we will uh, we will pull a winner at the end of the stream. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to make sure even people who weren't keeping an eye <laughs> on the chat could also jump in and enter. No, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you for thank you for letting me know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will say, Luden is going to like while all this fanfare, amazingness is going on. He's going to start inching back, and he's going to make his way back up to the other room, um, and he'll just whisper as Maurice, like as he leaves, "Let me know when you guys are done. I'm going to get start getting prepared for outside." And he's going to run up and go back to that same like balcony that we landed on and start getting prepared for uh, the things that are going to happen outside. So he'll remove himself okay. from this. Yes, while, uh, while they deal with the chest, um, Akron's going to be like mingling with the folks and um, making sure that they're all in high spirits and, you know, just, uh, you know, safe away from the chest and everything and that this all goes well for them. Because part yeah, of this was, you know, making sure that we make a good impression. So I'll make sure we do that. You, um, we'll say you have a moment with one of, uh, you, you find uh, a little, um, a little red cap named uh, Shazu. And he's just Dad. like, Shazu, yeah. And he just <laughs> kind of looks up at you and he's like, you were talking about, really talking this queen up. You seem to like her a lot. I mean, she's saving her. What? What makes you follow? What makes you follow follow her? Oh, well, that's just the thing. I wasn't talking her up at all. She's really the genuine article, my friend. Um, Why do I follow her? Well, besides the fact that she's the rightful queen, um, when I met her, you know, she insisted on just being Prayaria. And if you ask me, People who don't covet power and seek it like that, I think those are the people whose hands are the safest with power. Wow. He just kind of looks to, from you to Prayara, and um, he steps away from you, and Prayara, you have no idea what, what Akron just said to this guy, but the little red cap kind of like wrinkled, wrinkled in the face walks over to you and he just kind of like holds out his hand to, for yours. Uh, yes. And she'll lean down and give, give him her hand. And he just kind of claps his hand on top of yours and just kind of kneels and kind of touches his forehead to, to your hand and he goes, It is an honor to serve you. You have good friends. Thank you for, for everything. It's an honor to be served by such brave and noble subjects. He just kind of like turns a little red bashfully like and he just like kind of like shuffles his feet together and he goes, 
Um, he looks back up and then just kind of scurries away. All right, let's not get them killed. She just says, like, to herself. Yeah, this is the foreshadowing, like, oh, they're gonna die now. <laughs> I'm getting all up close and personal with this chest. I'm using my special eyes. I'm doing arcana checks. What are the runes? Do I feel like it has a specific spell that I would be familiar with attached to it that would do what she was describing? So, um, your special eyes, what do they do again? Remind me. Uh, they are uh, true sight. So essentially, I can see through illusions. It doesn't let me detect magic, but it would just, if there is an illusion... Or you don't detect. Dete- okay, you don't no. detect illusions. I don't need to check what True Sight does, but I'm also just checking the outside of the chest to see if there's any runes, any artifacts of magical nature um, that would, I don't know, indicate what the spell is, or based on the description that Mural told us. Like, what kind of spell do I think might be with it? Uh, if, if the chest is somehow transformed by magic, I can see its original form. I can see into the ethereal plane. Um, Give me an investigation check. This has to be an investigation check. Um, Bardic inspiration, just in case. Thank you. I'm very inspired by the way you talked about Prearia right now. <laughs> I'm not good at investigating. But that's a dirty 20 because I have a plus one. <laughs> The glyph of warding is nearly invisible, but you see this ever faint shimmer just along underneath the lining of the lock. Do I know if that's something that can be dispelled? I'm gonna gesture over to, to Finali and, and point it out to him. Huh? You, uh, are you able to... Uh, don't touch it. There's a, uh, a little glyph down here. Do you think you'd be able to to dispel this? Oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. Lots of times, actually. Okay, so, step mm-hmm. back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, every, and I want to point out, um, when you guys told uh, told them to step back, they're all pressed against the wall, like, as far away from this <laughs> thing as possible. <laughs> good, good. Because dispelling magic can be very dangerous work. Okay, <laughs> um, Prey's gonna get her um, staff scythe and also stand in front of stand between the people and the chest. Okay. Finn's gonna kneel down around the lock, you said, right? Yeah, it's just right, right there. Okay, he's gonna reach out his hands and just kind of feel for the magic. The magic's there. He's gonna try and, like, basically squeeze it and then pop it into nothingness. Alright, what, uh... That oil described earlier. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, uh, so what level are you casting this at? Oh, good question. I guess naturally it was... Well, I think what I'll do is I will cast it at... Oof. Oof. Fifth level. Alright, and how does that work again with level, like... Read it to me. Okay. Let me find it again. So you're casting it at fifth level. It's, if the spell it's trying to dispel is fifth level or lower, it automatically works. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Would you yes. be Would you be able to tell if it didn't work? Yes. It does not work. 
Aww, I think if, he has if, to if he roll. doesn't automatically dispel it, um, he gets an Arcana check or a, some. You get some you, kind you, of check. You get a you get a roll with your spellcasting um, skill. Modifier. So wisdom modifier. modifier. All right. Yeah, just your modifier. So it's not like your proficiency. It's like oh. just wisdom. And then it, and then the DC for it is ten plus the level of the spell. Okay, got it. Okay, okay. Okay, got it. Yeah, uh, uh, it's not closing. Okay, now we go. All right, roll in. All right, so dirty twenty. Okay, but it works. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey! You 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 hear you you see a bit of a very quick flash, like flash paper, as um it kind of goes up around the lock, around the sides of the chest, and then phew, just extinguishes very quickly. Yay! <sighs> I knew I could do it. Muriel goes, yay! <laughs> okay, now okay. they won't suffocate and get all purple and die. This is wonderful. I've never been this happy in a long time. Wait, really? Did we take her with us? <laughs> She's the best. This <laughs> little fun. I love it. Okay, <laughs> sir. happens to her? Are we opening this then? Um, oh. Well, I checked for magical traps. Do we want to check for normal traps? Maybe I'm a little bit, I feel like Luden's kind of general vibe, uh, paranoia <laughs> I, I'm picking up on, and I'm really wanting to be there right now. Do we want to check for anything else before we just open it? Well, you you detected traps. Luden, did you oh, detect okay. magic? Luden is upstairs waiting for the, the okay the that signal. we have. Or did you detect magic? I will detect Ethers. magic. <laughs> okay. No magic. Well, mm, uh, mm. Uh, uh, do that. You did. You did. Yes, you uh, detect magic inside the chest. Well, that, that, that makes what? sense. <laughs> uh, right. But I get to know the the kind of magic it is. Yes, you do actually. You do indeed. It is yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, God, I don't know what to classify this as. Um it's oh. we'll say it's a mix. <laughs> hmm. It's a mix of like Evocation, I want to say. Um, I think enchantments. Uh, it's a mix. It's a it's a nice little potluck. Evocation is what? enchantment. Does that not sound like a glyph award? Uh, Enchant the box to explode or burn I think it? I think the charm that all the all the servants are under is what's being described right now. That's what's in the box. Does that feel like Oh, yeah. No, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Good try. <laughs> I think I'm at Luden levels of paranoia. Okay, we got the glyph on the outside, but there's a glyph on the inside of the box, too. <laughs> and we Still can't so open it unless we have the right kind of blood. <laughs> so proud of you. I'm so proud. <laughs> oh, can we open it now? Can we open it now? <laughs> I, still think, I, I still think we should mage hand. No one's ever made it this far. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> but you should probably use Mage Hand too. 
And we have acid if anything goes wrong. It's yeah, true. So How do you need it? <laughs> Not yet. We okay. have acid. Please make sure you are standing behind the Oh, line. behind the yellow line. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, would anyone like to do the magical hand honor? Okay. Mage hand. You send your mage hand out and just kind of like clip the lid and the sides. Clip, clip. And you just see some, uh, you just, you do see something in there. Um, you kind of, how far away are you? I'm not sure how far you away. So you, I don't know. If, how, the maximum how, distance I can be. Okay. So you don't, you open it up. 30 feet away? You open it <laughs> up. Outside you, in the hallway. <laughs> you, you open up the box. Nothing happens. Yeah. You can't see what's inside of it from this distance, but nothing happens. Ah. Reach in, grab the thing, and I pull it. You pull it out. Uh, you reach down, grab um, your mage hand. Forms around. Uh, feels kind of like a like a very soggy um, scroll. And as it pulls it up, there's mushrooms kind of poking out the side of it. And the bottom of the scroll is unraveled slightly and kind of like shredded along the bottom, uh, or not shredded, like rotted away. Um, and then uh, the other side, there's a wooden handle that's kind of been eaten through by insects. Um, but it is a scroll, and it has a very um, low glow, as if it's emitting its own uh, spores. Well, they don't want to set this thing on fire. I'll carry oh. it. Move. I'll move it to like the center of the room, away from everyone. Just kind of have it hover in there. We know the best way to destroy a scroll? Would that have been a part of arcane training for anybody? Can I roll an arcana check? <laughs> Shit, roll an arcana. Roll an arcana. Those proficient in the arcana, please roll. Does anyone have any scissors? <laughs> I just have this giant sword. And also a scythe. Oh yeah, I guess and we do have blades. small knives. And also... <laughs> Daggers and you kind of move them like this. It's almost like scissors. Because of nineteen. Nineteen. It's like blade knitting. <laughs> so, Esperis, you look down at this. Uh, look down at this scroll. Um, do you want to touch it to kind of examine it a little closer? I will touch it with my mage hands. Okay. And I will just kind of examine like it that way. I touch nothing. Okay. Um, you use your mage hand, I guess. Uh, I guess with Akron's mage hand, he kind of unravels it, unravels it a little bit, and you pull, and it's just kind of like this weird floaty examination that's going on. Um, kind of looking at it, you get the sense from this particular scroll that this isn't what this scroll doesn't need to be destroyed necessarily. It needs to be commanded. Uh, it needs to be commanded and read. Um, you're guessing it might be best served in Prearia's hands, as she has a lot of power here in the Gloaming Court, and you think that she would be able to reverse it. The scroll, once it is, once it's finished, can actually be utilized um, for your purposes, if you so wish. Okay, to enslave people? No. No. What it, is? It has other powers. Okay, okay, okay. It's 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 not just one spell, like when you get a spell, like a spell scroll. It's actually, like, if you, um, the part, uh, you kind of look, the part that's been rotted off is the spell, um, you see, a, like, little bits of line uh, written in Elvish and Sylvan, 
where the spell that was used rotted away after it was used. So there okay. are other spells. On like as you unravel further, you see there are more spells that can be utilized off the scroll. Does that make sense now? I know that's a little yeah. confusing. Yes. So the spell to control people and like uh, imprison them that that Elrixis used it for, it's already been rotted away and used. Is there a, is is there a reverse spell further in the scroll? Can we can we can we, can we look for that? The same spell written backwards. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you can you can utilize the scroll to uh to release. There's a release spell. Alright. Right. Akron and I use our mage hands to move the scroll in front of Prey's face, so it's like a little loose prompter. <laughs> it has it has the little uh the little bouncy ball so that she can follow it. <laughs> she takes out her, her magical reading glasses. <laughs> Alright. How uh how do you how do you free these people, Prayaria? Thought there would be a script here, but um, it's whatever you want it to be, my beautiful, beautiful queen. Oh, okay, cool. Um, they don't teach improv at Queen School. <laughs> okay, so she'll find. Uh, she'll read through and find the correct spell or the dispel. And um, she she will read it. Okay. Yep. You uh, you begin <laughs> to read. Uh, you begin to read from the scroll in an ancient language, um, very familiar to you, um, Rithanawan. And you read through it, and as you do, you watch as every at first it's actually at first it's actually quite horrifying, and you're terrified that you may have done something wrong as you watch. All of the all of the individuals, the prisoners, their skin begins to spot little black mold spots along their skin, and they begin to cough. <coughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. And then you watch as they begin to kind of cough and choke, and there are these spores that begin to come out of their mouths, floating forward, it almost like a swarm of flies floating flo- forward towards the scroll, they begin to soak and seep like ink into the scroll and parts of the scroll that you read begin to rot away and that spell is no more. And they just kind of like... We're free! And like they all begin to... They begin getting louder and like they they can't hold in their emotions and they're just like... We're free! Luna's upstairs against her staff. Like, oh my god, I thought I killed him. Luna's upstairs thinking something has gone terribly wrong because obviously the party would silence them even if it went well, so that guards didn't come upstairs. At this point, Samson, you see like one of the lash tongues outside. (laughs) Daniel's like, (laughs) you you see one of the lash tongues outside. They're like, I'm sending a message. Uh, so you got two arrows of, uh, light fly 600 feet in your direction, um, at the highest height, so it's gonna be, like, a huge arc just going in both of them, signaling our boys outside in my dragonfly to come back out. I'm gonna hop on that thing and just shoot to the sky and wait for our people to... Samson, the beacons are lit. You see the arrow... 
longer calls for aid. Okay. This is your moment. You've been you've been AFK this entire time. What does this look like, Samson? I've I've been doing my best. Been doing my best. What are um? So I can I can see the arrow flying out, and there's like a bunch of guards out front, right? Like I'm in the front door. Yeah, you, like what you, do I see? You watch. What do um, I see? You initially see like the gut like. They, they were just kind of standing there watching and, and and as if like something had alerted them, procured their attention coming from the other side of the greenhouse. You can't see inside at all. It is completely opaque and covered by vines from the inside, but they just kind of like <laughs> and begins to like slowly walk towards the door and he alerts the other one. Ah, ah, ah. And the other one begins to walk and they, they uh, about four of them begin to walk towards the door. And then you see There's And there how many so how many yeah, I was gonna say how many guards do I see? I believe I said like twelve or twenty, um, roughly. Or you have all, twenty. I think you have twenty and there's fifteen outside. I think that's what it was. And they're like the, all the guards are currently walking towards the door, right? Um not all of them, but like uh, some of them are beginning to walk towards the door. Like maybe four or five. Alright, dope. So it's distraction time. So what does uh, this look okay. like? So here's what I'm going to do. So I've been been waiting for this, and so I've been sitting there. Um, I'm I guess in Lawson's with me, right? I don't think Lawson came. Did so? Did you want so, him to come? Been, no, he doesn't have to be here. But there's a bunch of other centaurs, you have, right? Yeah, so you I'm have you have his you have his his best his best centaurs. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and I, so what I what I've got is I, I pulled a branch off the tree and kind of kind of broke it down, and, I, and we've got like a little small little fire going, and, and I'm kind of poking it with a stick, lighting the burnt end, and kind of making this smoldering ashy kind of piece of stick, and I'm talking to the centaurs, and when I see, when I see all that happen, I say, <clears throat> okay, here's the plan. What I'm gonna do is we're gonna light everything on fire. And then if any of them run out, you guys are going to pick them off as they run out of the thicket, okay? And then I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna roll it around. I'm going to pull the stick out. Does he say anything? Oh, he was going to say, of course. Easy as it goes. I'm actually going to, I might even make even a quick little, no, I'm going to leave that out. If they run out, you run them down. And then I'm going to, I'm going to take the stick and I'm gonna take the some of the I'm gonna like wave it out real quick so it's just kind of ashy, smoldering, smoking little piece. And I'm gonna take my hands and I'm gonna grab it and like rub it together and get my hands all super ashy. And I'm gonna cast Conjure Elemental. And I'm gonna make a fire elemental come out. <laughs> and so I, as, as I do, I throw the stick in the ground where the stick went down. I'm gonna throw all the ash and smoke. I'm gonna cast a spell and I'm gonna call forth the spirit from the plane of fire. You call forth the spirit and the flames, the, 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 the ground begins to erupt in flame, tearing open as if the bowels of hell <laughs> are, are just seeping forward into the Feywild. You watch as like a... And this monstrous flame elemental er emerges and just kind of like looks at you hunched over awaiting an order. I, I look at it and I give it, I, I take the, the ash that's still in my hands and I kind of like do like the war paint stuff on it. 
real quick, just throw it over my face. And I tell it, I want you to light the whole thicket on fire. And then I'm going to look over to where the door is. I'm going to point over there. And centered right at the start of the door, I'm going to cast plant growth in a hundred foot radius. And all of the natural plants in that area are going to get four times their size and make this huge thicket of like grass and vines and all kinds of stuff. It's, it's um, the way the spell reads, it's like it's double severe terrain where it, it grows up. Every, it, it takes four feet of movement to go one foot. And I'm going to cast both those spells and combine them together, point the fire elemental through it, and hopefully it encases all the guards who are running and starting to move that way. So they're caught up in this thicket. And the fire elemental, I would I would like to command it to just ride through the thicket, make a circle, light the whole thing on fire, so the plants themselves burn and everything inside of it. You watch this thicket begin to grow from the depths of this damp, mossy earth, thick. Uh, the plants just kind of like, the lash tongues begin to looking look around them as this thicket begins to grow. The fire and elemental just kind of like nods its head. It begins moving forward, clasping its hands outward and just sending streams of flame all around. The, the centaurs that you ordered, I'm guessing you've, you ordered them to just kind of flank around this thicket. Yeah, I give them like the little whistle thing. You know, I can't do it, but you know, I can put your, yeah, yeah. I can't I give do it one of that's those. as loud as it gets. I give them one of those, and then I'm going to start walking towards it just to make sure everything's fine. I'm elder blasting where I can, you know, that sort of thing. But anybody who leaves the thicket, we're running down. Anyone who's going in is getting burnt, and the fire elemental is basically circling all in the thick. Everywhere it touches, catches on fire. Everywhere and it attacks, catches on fire. Just the whole thing lights up. At one point, the fire elemental um, sees one of the one of the uh, lash tongues near the edge. It's po- trying to. It's on the edge. It's trying to pull its uh, leg out from the bramble, and it just kind of like grabs it by the neck, pulls it forward, and just kind of like opens its maw and just engulfs the entire lash tongue in flame and it just spittles and like puffs and um, almost like like explodes in little bits as the, the insides of it superheat and it just consumes it and just looks back at you and continues to move forward lighting the thicket of flame. As, the, as that's happening, the rest of you are inside and you hear... <coughs> Um, and you actually see bits of, uh, uh, you, you can't, you can't see anything through the flames, um, but you can definitely hear it on the other side of the glass. You hear some pounding on the other side and, and like, writhing as you can only imagine as a lash tongue trying to clash its way through into, through the glass. Arrows to the back of that thing, I mean, like, from the sky, I'm just making sure nothing's getting close to... To my peeps on the inside. All right, what are you guys yeah. doing on the inside now? Now that all that's going on. You got to get out of here. Are you, what What was the plan? Are you going to light this place on fire? What's happening? What are you doing? Not while we're in it. Crowd at all of the plant growth happening outside. Um, I guess, I guess we start ushering the, uh, the civilians out. Um, 
you know, Akron. Will, um, um, Akron. Can I like? Can I like make a um like use a little bit of plant growth and just make like a really really long vine, and like, tie and I, and I tell and I tell and I tell all of the NPCs I say, all right now tie tie yourself tie tie it around your waist and like we're gonna daisy chain this thing right everyone stay together you know, I know on some kitty garden stuff. I'll tie them together for you I can do it and she just kind of right. goes over and she begins tying I I. I've made lots of daisy chains. Hasn't been a while, though. Most most of the daisy chains I make here are with really slimy vines. And she just continues to chatter off as she goes down and she's tying off. Uh, she can tie people up. Now all of our NPCs will be will be linked together and we have them all together. Um, do we, do we have like some of the books? Yeah, I was going to look at the big one on the desk. That that's, yeah, uh, that's the only one that's of big interest. So um, you can do that real quick. Back door, or are we going catacombs for the exit for the NP- while everyone's branching off to look at books? <laughs> how do we get the civilians out of this building before we look at the books? Are we ha- going to have to go through the the essentially the fire escape under the house because we can just jump in the hole again, right? That's a good question. Yeah. Esperance is not helping. Esperance is looking through the window and casting walls. Listen, front front door is not the way to go because that's where the fighting is. Right? Let's go in the hole. All right, down to the hole, everyone. Let's go. So, Sorry, yeah, back to your guys' books. books. I just want to know where everybody's going. Oh, I just got to see if we could get some of the some of the NPCs to take some books. I feel bad about burning a library. <laughs> They're all damp, though, aren't they? <laughs> um, most of the ones are rotted away, but the one on the table, you know is open and um, being used. Um, with a quick glance, because you don't have a lot of time here, Finn, you see, um, the you kind of like close it, looking at the cover and the spine, you see Power and Heritage by Zadia Ignis. Ooh, look, pray, let's, let's get this one. He's going to reach over and grab the book off the desk. All right. Um. All right, let's go. Okay, where's the tree? <laughs> the tree? tree yes i thought there was a tree in here in the, the entire house, house is a tree. a tree no the entire house entire house is a tree yeah if you want to save that tree we can't burn down the house mm. raina's video is frozen too it is it's frozen <laughs> for a minute i didn't want to like She's turn just... my camera on and off because like <laughs> this is just my like back of the book about the author page like Photo and <laughs> you look like you just like I am not dealing with any shit today. He's <laughs> speaking very deeply. Okay, um. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I want. I just want to do it. Great. So we're just. Want to do it? No, I want to know what Prayari is thinking. What were you thinking about doing? Do you guys remember how you got into the house in the first place? Through the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. Via butterfly dragonfly we could do that we have enough dragonflies for all these people um probably where do the catacombs let out like do they are they far enough away from the house miro just kind of pokes her head out all right everyone's daisy chained together where would we like to go how many of you can fly not a lot okay Okay. Um, huh? what was? You know, Luden would know how to get these folks out of here. Well, we could um maybe call Samson, one of his well, friends. We, to we come can over. go through the holes. No, 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 no. They're fighting. Where do the holes end up? 
the catacombs. Remember I told you I wanted to escape, but I was always too afraid? I, I had planned it for a long time, but I was just always too afraid. Uh, so, you know, so, so you can lead the you you can take the daisy chain and lead everyone out, right? Well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna inspire her, <laughs> and I'm going to send her. I'm gonna be lead the way. Okay, really? <laughs> oh, all right. Yes. I'll lead. I will this lead the way. Level as far as I'm concerned, sweetheart. You are fantastic. Here, maybe you should take this too. Finn's gonna grab in his bag the wand of wonder and just give it to her and be like, Ooh. "Be careful, but at least you'll be armed now." Should I use it now? No, Ooh. use it if you see something dangerous, and nothing is dangerous right now. She takes out her flask of acid and she's like, "All right." Wait before Every- before she goes. Before she goes, I will I will take like a little palm frond or something, and I will be like, and I and I'll, and I'll like kind of knight her. I'll be like, you are now officially a hero in in a in a in a, in a knight on uh, on Queen Rithnarway's court. <laughs> you are you will be you will be you will be my squire. <laughs> really? Really, really. Uh, everyone, you have to listen this to what a special I say. Moment. You're like, well, listen. This is this is your fr- this is your first mission, okay? So so hold it together, hold it together. All right, all right. Right away, and like she puts she puts the bottom to her head to salute, and some of the acid just kind of comes out a little bit, and she just drips to the floor, and just like, oh, sorry. Hey, hey. Ah, she's really excited. Oh. All right, look, look. You see all these people? They're yes. counting on you. They yes, they are. Um, I'll, they yes, are. serious. Mm. Serious. Mm. And celebration after. But serious now. But I, I can celebrate inside. Inside, I'm celebrating very, very rigorously. But outside, I'm serious. I'm a leader. Okay, ready? Let's let's go. And she just like like a baton. She just kind of holds the wand of wonder uh, and begins to like kind of like march forward. Amazing. Yeah, as Marie is currently like at the window, maintaining concentration on wall of fire outside. Like, are we? Are we going with them? What is? Uh, what are we? Um, well, the way I see it, we can either join Samson in the fight and regroup that way, or we could go with them. So what, what, what are we thinking? I think we need to protect them, don't we? They don't know how to fight. If we go yes. down in the catacombs, there could be something dangerous in there. All right. Was there anything else we needed? We got all the books and stuff. Um, we got the scroll. What about that? We popped the boil, right? Uh, no. Why would we do that? I don't know. It just seems it like just it's, light, it's just like know. it's like a lamp. Do you want me to it's pop like it? A lamp. Okay. I can pop it. Look, look, it's the Feywild. It could have been magical, glowy something. We just break a lamp on the way out for kicks. Yeah. yeah break All right. That so, lamp. what are you doing? Are you following them, or are you going out a different way? Yes, I think I think we're we're following uh we're following the NPCs, or we're going with the NPCs. I'm gonna send a quick message up to Luden of, uh, we are going to be escorting uh, the people out unless you require us here. Get out of here! We're killing them! We're winning! Ah! Yes, excellent. <laughs> so proud of you. See you soon. Hey, uh, See you soon. don't go too far so that I can find you later or send a message or something like that. You'll find you. Peace. 
You guys begin making your way down into the catacombs. Uh, we're going to go back real quick to Samson as uh, as your fire elemental um, continues to move around. It's going to look at you and then back at the tree. And like, I believe they, do you speak, um, was it uh, primal? Prim- primordial? Um, I speak, no, I don't speak with the, fi- the fire elemental speaks the because it speaks like uh, primordial. It was no, no. It speaks Ignan, which is exclusively a fire elemental language. It well, it begins to speak to you. You have no idea what it's saying. It's just like, <laughs> and like it begins to reach out as if to touch the tree and kind of scrapes its its like its hands against it as if and looks at you as if asking permission to set the tree on fire. Give it one of these. And it continues to like look like it looks it's like it's like disappointed, but it's just standing there itching to light something else on fire as like the rest of the plant matter is just igniting around its legs or like around it where it would have legs. I'm just assuming like it's a tornado part of the creature of flame. And it just begins uh it looks very antsy. Um, the rest of the lash tongues, uh, Boone, you're sending down your arrows, more of just kind of like <laughs> lighting more on fire, more of the thicket is being lit on fire. Everything around this tree um, is nearly engulfed. I would say maybe two thirds of around the width of this massive Fayok like tree is completely on fire. Um, you guys are down in the catacombs and you are, you're moving your way out. You don't run into any issues. Uh, uh, Muriel had planned this for many, 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 many years, and uh, she leads you out. There are some step stones um, that lead up to kind of like a hidden kind of like wine cellar door that's locked from the outside. And she goes, now I get to use the wand. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Woo! She's gonna she's gonna use it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. You're doing amazing, sweetheart. This is terrifying. I'm scared. What is she gonna roll? Oh, fuck. Thirty. Which she should use fireball. Thirty-three <laughs> is. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um. It's Heavy like rain. Weird. Yes, this is weird. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, Heavy rain um, begins to fall around uh, where the the door. Uh, She points it, and just immediately, because they're inside, um, immediately clouds begin to fill the entirety of the catacombs, and like a thunderstorm begins to, like a downpour, and the catacombs begin to fill and flood. What is happening? What are you doing? She's just like, oh, maybe I should try again. Um, And just the rain just pouring down, thunder down into the catacombs. Wait, listen, love the enthusiasm. Maybe what? hold off on that though. Um, the, water, good job. the water is up to your ankles at this point and it's filling fast, right. and people okay, are starting great, to panic. Great, 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 great. Hang on, hang on. Um, All right, put the smaller ones on the larger one's shoulders. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm, I, what, mm-hmm. what if I just, if I try it one more time, maybe? Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, hang on, hang on, maybe hang on. when we get outside. Oh. Wait until we get outside, okay? Hey, you doing great? Her hair is just mopped flat against her head, and she goes, oh, okay. I'll give her a little pet pet. Say, hey, it's okay. You're doing great. We just roll with it, right? right? Yeah. Okay. So Even let's roll. The acid? 
No, we don't need the acid yet. You okay. just hold on. Keep, it, keep the cork. I'm at. I check the cork. Make sure it's nice and tight. It, it's not. It wasn't at all. And you just kind of like, all right, yeah. I checked it. It's all right. Like you can tell Brandon has a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are you guys doing? All right. So, I can I can manage the water if we can figure out how to go through the door. It's just a big door that's in. Punch it. I mean, it, it, can yeah. Can we pick the door? It's Do, locked just from the outside. It? It's like locked oh. in. It's locked and chained from the outside. I punched the door. Hmm. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Is so, it not something? Do we not? Telling, do this telling me that's not the move. <laughs> you punched the door. No. You walk. No. You already said that you did it, man. <laughs> you walk up. You punch the door. Uh, give me, uh, give me a strength saving throw. Oh no! There's like a hand, there's like a handle right there. Hacker's just it like, goes. Push, push, push. Push. Famous last words. Why did I say that? Saving throw. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Finn is controlling the water and just putting it towards the back of the. Are you being Moses and just kind of like? Yes. <laughs> Sure. That's, a, that's a 21 if you include my aura. Okay. Okay. So you'll take half. You, um, you don't, that. you, you feel this like force just kind of like boom, blast you back, but you kind of like hold your ground and it doesn't knock you prone or against the wall. But this, uh, force you get, you, you take, uh, 15, shield I gave you. 15 force damage as it's kind of like boom, knocks Ooh. you back. Um, Muriel goes flying back because she was standing right behind you and she just kind of like hits the wall and like falls flat on the like she's knocked out (laughs) and (laughs) all you you hear is a (laughs) that's 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 my bad folks I'm sorry okay um dispel it (laughs) would you sure that while you're keeping us from drowning, or is it just swimming for a couple seconds? Oh yeah, maybe hold your breath for a minute. Okay. Okay. Keep up one of the littler ones. Three, two, one. <laughs> All right. And he's gonna like swim forward and put his hands on the door. People begin to like, like, like it's up to their waist now as it continues upward. What are you guys doing? Casting uh, dispel magic. All right. On the door. Up smaller what ones level? And putting them in her hood. God. Uh, fifth level. Okay. You dispel it. Yeah, it worked. Can we open it? Uh, Amazing. Immediately, like yeah, you're, you're you're able to kind of like uh, it, it's like a very heavy door, and you just kind of uh, uh, and you begin pushing, and then uh, and all flies. the water comes out. Um, no, you're because you're down, um, but the water's rising. The water is rising, so like the you guys have to get out. <laughs> okay, okay, come on, everyone. I'm gonna start helping everyone out. Uh, Let's go. Move out. Um, uh, everyone, Muriel is still back. She is she is unconscious underwater right now. I go get her. Are you on kidding? the daisy chain? Are you kidding? Yeah, she was on the daisy chain. No, she, we're all out. She's still on the daisy chain, but she's still un like she can't swim. I went and got her. I went and got her. Come on, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> If I had good berries. I saw Finn go into dispel. Finn's like, you like this child NPC? She drowns in the No, 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 right? 
She wasn't so, gonna drown. I wasn't gonna. Oh, guys, come on. She <laughs> wasn't gonna drown because Akron saved. They all snogged and survived. You're just carrying her under her, under your arm, Akron, um, and she's just kind of like unconscious, hair matted, wet down, and uh, all of you make it out of the catacombs. Um, Samson, you see, kind of. Does she have her acid with her? It's tied to her belt. Awesome. Okay, she'd be really disappointed if she did. That's her emotional support (laughs) acid. (laughs) 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 Um, The rest, uh, some some people, uh, some shorter individuals that are between taller individuals are just kind of like they can't swim, but they're like taut between the two, and they're just kind of like moving. Uh, and then they, you all make your way out. Samson, you see as the group moves, uh, is moving outward uh, quite about maybe like 100 feet away uh, around the tree. You see them emerging. Uh, what are you doing? If I see them coming out, I'm going to I'm going to give up a, a, a double whistle this time and get the attention of like. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also really hard because the microphone cut out. Um <laughs> But I, I give a double whistle. I get the attention of like a half dozen centaurs. I point to where all of them are just to like to gesture them over there to assist them in any way they can. And then I move then I move myself to go vacate the space. The centaurs left just to make sure that I'm not that I'm still chasing down anyone who gets out. Um, but making sure that there's like a half dozen centaurs who can put people on their backs and run around and do all kinds of fun stuff. Half the um, centaurs go. Sending them that way. Half the centaurs go. Um, they begin helping people out. Um, they're all soaking wet. Um, there's a thun- there's a thunderstorm happening down within the cellar. Um, and the water just begins to pour out from underneath. Lauren? Hmm? Uh, at this point, if Luden like, sees them coming out, he's going to land actually back on that same like ledge tree uh, like in the within the tree and he's gonna instruct his dragonfly to wait for him he's gonna cast detect magic and just start running throughout the entire house to see if they miss anything good as fast as he can oh no christian i have log strider and action surge i can get a hundred and ninety oh no 120 feet within one round and How i'm long? just running how long you 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 would pick up like hints here and there, but mm-hmm. like how if it's small if it's if it's in if it's in like if it's like a small object or anything like that just in the bag just keep going as fast as I can even if I'm taking a couple of damage from like explosions and stuff like that from trap items and stuff like that I will take up to half of my damage and at the moment I take half of so let me see how much I have how how much time do you want to spend on this. A minute and a half, two minutes. I can get far okay. within. Make an six investigation seconds. check with uh, <laughs> with that. Alright. Sorry, y'all. I gotta <laughs> get the magic stuff. <laughs> we'll see what I get if I get anything. Awesome specifically said there's cool magical items in there. Don't miss yeah. them. Yeah, it's a fourteen. Oh, yeah, this so is gonna manifest. be this is gonna be very a very this is a very difficult role. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because you are. Running, running through. You're not yeah. really, you're not really paying much attention. A lot is happening, and that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, um, I got you. I got you. I'm fine with not getting literally anything. But I mean, like, I, I, there, I, there's one thing that I could think of that you would pick up on, but that role with the amount of time that you're willing to spend on it, you're not going to find it. 
Oh, if I'm not finding anything, I'm going to keep staying in there. <laughs> like, I mean, I assume I know when the tree is on fire, right? Like, it's not just going to fall in on me. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 I'm sure they'll alert you. Yeah, so I'll just keep going until they alert me then. Okay. If I'm not finding anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking. What are the rest of you doing? Come on. Are you, are you... You have no idea where Luden is. Well, I'm sure Samson would have seen me like go into the um, go land at the top. And if I he think... did, I could shoot a light, an arrow of light thing. I have four or three more. Okay. I'm not going in there like alone. Don't get me wrong. Or not no, nobody knowing where I am. Okay. So okay. so 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 so. Every, so you guys know Luden's in there, but um, what what are you guys doing at this point? I think we're trying to help everyone get on centaurs, right? If they're coming over to assist. You're able to, to get- do that. I will say um, with the craziness that Samson's got going on, the biggest concern is that fire and elemental. And they you just see a swath of flames as this fire and elemental just drags his fingers through the muck, lighting as much on fire as humanly po- or as elementally possible. And you see a variety of like, like dead, uh, bubbling carcasses of these lash tongues. Some that are still alive, some are that are in the process of dying. Um, some are trying to, uh, trying to escape. Um, but it is, it is, it's brilliantly horrible. So he looks like he has that covered. He's, he looks much. like he has it under, under control. Reminds okay. me that it reminds me of the end of Thor Ragnarok and that thing is just like destroying Asgard. It's like, yep, huh? Okay, all right. <laughs> that's that's pretty pretty close, yeah. Can Finn jump on one of the dragonflies and zip up and kind of get an um, probably notice Luden's not there? Yeah, anywhere in the area. He's gonna call out to Samson. Where's Luden? He went inside. Ah. Uh, so Finn will head towards the house and just like scan through the windows, flying back and forth, looking on the outside. See him running, looting, I guess. <laughs> you should see him like, running through the house, like <laughs> looking through drawers, throwing underwear up like a Looney Tune cartoon. All right, all right. Finn will um, take a sling, uh, break one of the windows. If you find, what what are you doing in there? Magic stuff is here, Finn. We can't just leave it. It's just he's still running. Fine. If you find something, throw it out here. I guess I'll hold it for you. It's going in the bag. And just keep going. <laughs> okay, I'll just be here, making sure you don't die. So I'm you're gonna... you're on the balcony. Um, this magic item is going to be further in the building. That's fine. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call out to Finn and be like, "Tell him I can turn the fire off if he needs it." Samson can turn the fire off if you need it. Are they all dead? Almost. Well, wait till they're dead and then turn the fire off. Samson, wait till everyone's dead and then turn the fire off. There you go. Our communication's A1. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With that, I will say, given some time, uh, you do manage to destroy all of the lash tongues outside of the building. Or outside of the tree. Dope. Dope. Sweet. The fire elemental will continue to linger towards the tree and will continue to look at you, Samson. 
Uh, I'm gonna tell it to get the fuck away, like to back away from the tree. And as long as as long as no one hit me and I didn't lose concentration, it has to listen to me. So I'm like, hey, why don't you stand 150 feet over here? It um, it burns at that response and like li- like kind of ling- like floats to the left, burning a flame trail as it moves. As it, as it does that, if we if I feel like we're, we're getting the centaurs, we're getting the people out, and everything's happening safely, I'll invite everyone else to help me put some of this fire out too. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to get as close to the house as I can and start using uh, mold earth over and over again to like, kind of like till up the earth and like put the plants underneath the dirt over and over again and kind of walk through and sort of put the fire out that's close to the house. If anyone else has got a way to help put this fire out as it gets closer to the house so we can give, have some time before we go in there or or if we need to. I can help by controlling water again and taking all the water from the catacombs and splashing it out onto the fire outside. There you go. I've got a lot of abilities that will set things on fire, not so much in the other direction. So Esperis is just going to fretfully head up to the balcony that Luden ran in on and just stand there and Half pace, half hover around, waiting for him to come out again. Looking for magic stuff, y'all. I don't really have anything to put out fires either. You'd think I would. So at this point, um, Luden will say uh, you do, you would find um, something. You only find one thing. It looks like the exact same mirror that you saw in Hush's hideout. Oh, snap. Yeah, Luda's not gonna like, he's gonna just hold and be like. It's very large though. Dang it. It's like the size of like a portrait. Like it's not something you can just stick in a bag. Yeah, that's not going in the bag. Destroy it. Um, Yeah. Destroy it. Luda is going to. He'll look at it for a second. He's not going to like put any reflection in or anything. He's going to look at it for a second. And he'll be like, this looks like a job for the magical people. And he's going to run back out upstairs <laughs> and probably see Esperice. It'll just call out to everybody else. Right. Everything is okay. Magic stuff is inside the house, everyone. It looks like the stuff we saw at Hush. Um, I, I'm clueless. I, I, you know, the bow, the string, that's me. Y'all got this. And he will wait for everyone else, I guess, either to fly up here or just come inside to. You said it's a mirror, right? Is that not like. Lady Demise's mirror? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, bitch. The masterwork mm-hmm. mirror, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had a number of them. One of them. It's one of them. No, it's oh. it's not a masterwork mirror. No, but oh. it's it's modeled after that, right? It's like Demise's mirrors that you trap people in. No. Oh. 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 What the fuck? Oh. Oh. I was it does, it, does, it, does, it does. Okay. It, it is. It. Hmm. Magic it looks like that, but it's not the same. It, yes. Okay. What juice was I getting from it? Like what? What? What vibe? What aura? Dark. What? What mirror did we see at Hush that wasn't Lady Demise's mirrors? It's it's just the same style. It's a different mirror. It's not related. But it's it's not related at all. Okay. okay. It's a dark mirror. If it makes everyone that's what Lauren's telling us. Yeah. 
the same style, like all the way up, six feet tall. I'm guessing. No, 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 no. It's it's like this. The the mirror, the masterwork mirror, is like full height to floor to ceiling, um, much bigger. This one is like a small. Um, it almost looks like a scrying mirror. There's some dark stuff. It's supposed to look at something. I have um, detect magic, right? Do well. I already have it up, so can, it's like. Can we can we regroup? Maybe go to break. Yeah. And then come back to this. Uh, we'll, Let's regroup we'll, we'll outside. Regroup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we're uh, we're gonna go to break. Uh, we'll see you uh, in just an un moment. If you haven't entered our giveaway, we are giving away a ten twenty die. You can use command ticket to enter. Um, Yep, yeah, they showing up, they're showing it off on screen by Mithril Armory, our partner. Uh, mine is, uh, it comes like this, uh, and then you fold it and put together. It's made out of tin. Super, super cool uh, for the initiative on the go. Uh, so please uh, use the command ticket, which is command ticket in chat, and we will enter, that will enter you in to win the tin 20. Other than that, we will see you all in a little bit as we go to break. We'll be right back. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And we (laughs) are back. The flames begin to die down as you all make an effort to put out the flames. Uh, the, the once servants, now freed, uh, they are on some of the backs of some of the centaurs, uh, clinging, um, and they, uh, they're just kind of looking at the house, um, like a dead shadow of a, like, husk of what it once was, or what it is. Well, I think we're all... Well, Luden will have got back on his dragon's fly and flown back down to like the ground, like now that everyone's gathered around and stuff like that. And he'll be like, "So maybe the centaurs can go ahead and take them back to our camp, and we can look around real quick." Okay. He's asking like priority or something. Like he's he's not trying to take charge here. He's just asking. Oh, of course, she'll. Shall I join you, looking around? Alright, so are are you all regrouping inside? Or outside? Because as long as it's not on fire, we can regroup inside. We killed everything we needed to kill, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's the next question. There's not anything in here, right? Like, we've... We feel pretty good that we've cleared it all out. Except oh. for traps and stuff? We- well, all I can say is I was running around very, very fast. Um, trying to find magical stuff. I only saw this thing. If you guys want to give it a once over yourselves, now that I'm not feeling like I'm running for my life, that might be a good idea. But I, what I do know is there's this crazy mirror that I got horrible. So, like, you know that book that I got from uh, the prison? Like, horrible vibes like that. But this time I saw it and I didn't touch it. So, is it made of skin? I don't think a mirror can be made of skin, but if it could, it would be. The wow. mirror—I I found the description from from Hush. Um, 
It's medium-sized, oval-shaped, about two feet tall, and about maybe one feet, maybe one and a half foot wide. The glass itself is dark as the void, seemingly absorbing any light near it. The metal frame is a twisting black metal, and the design is unsettling, as if any moment the metal might begin to move and claw claw itself out at anyone who dare gaze upon it. At the crest of the mirror, the strips of black filigree form a very familiar symbol, a large tarantula hawk wasp. And beneath the mirror, on a shelf, um, you see a very long red candle with runes carved into it. So that's what I saw um, on this mirror, (laughs) right? So... I like when I saw the void, you know, I thought maybe I shouldn't touch this one. Um, so it's right here if you want to check it out. Um, Esperice, you might want to maybe look into the void, but far away. That's all you. Um. Mage hands ready, everyone. By the way, congratulations to Vic Falcon for Woo! being the winner, winner of our giveaway. Congratulations! <laughs> Yay! I had the butt with too many times. I'm sorry, everybody. Else. Okay, I was like, wow, you're <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> he came up first. <laughs> Vic, Hi, Falcon Vic Falcon for you are our winner. You won yes. the uh, 1020 from Mythical Armory. Uh, we'll oh, get that yeah. contact information from you, and we'll get this sent as soon as possible. It's got way brighter. I'm sorry. But in this moment of brightness, uh, Esperice is going to start leaning in on, like, the little candle and the mirror and everything else that's laid out there. And just while people are taking a look at it, just get within five feet, do a little lead in, get within five feet, just make sure everything is in its original form, see into the ethereal plane, see through illusion, see the original form of an object. I don't know if she'll pick up on anything, but she's doing her like TSA style scan for, for Luden. I don't think, I don't think there would be an illu- any illusionary magic on it. I don't believe so. It's not just illusion, it's if something has also been transmuted, then she would see its original form. Um, so it's if something has been magically changed from one thing to another thing, whether it's an illusion or it's a transmutation, then she would see its original form. But I don't know if that will be relevant here. I don't um, but think so. Here. I don't think so. Samson, so Samson um, jumps to conclusions and sticks with them hard. So he just believes this is a, a, a two-way walkie-talkie mirror and that it's not really that he's not super concerned with it. So he's going to come up, go up to Pregaria and be like, Oi, so the centaurs are taking everyone back. Everything's safe. What do we, what do you need me to do? What's the plan here? What's the message we're sending while, while they're figuring all that out? Well, I suppose we should establish the rest of the house for anything else that we might need. And, um... mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna think about it for a minute. She's gonna go over to one of the walls and like touch, touch it, touch the tree, 
and try to feel like if it can be saved or if all of this rot is just unsalvageable. Give me a nature check. Well, this is happening. I know we need to, we're going to search this whole place out. So I go tell the fire elemental that I'm still holding on to to circle the perimeter and let us know if anyone comes if anyone comes to check out the commotion or if anyone if the reinforcements arrive and have the fire to do that. And it moves off to go and do that. Twenty seven on the nature check. You touch this tree and you know um Elrixis took over the gloaming court a long time ago. And she probably moved into this tree a long time ago. And you get the sense, just kind of feeling through, that there's nothing that you can do to save it. It is so corrupted to its core. It's just not what it used to be. She'll just kind of nod to herself and step back. And, um, is Samson still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we have everything we need, we burn it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to look over at our team mirror. I will say while well, this is also going on, is there, did I see any type of armory in here at all? Any type of weapons on walls? Any <laughs> type of, that's the stuff that also Luden's looking for. All the goodies that you got are in the box and that scroll. Mm-hmm. Okay, that no, that's, that's fine. And I'm trust also, me, those are some good ass goodies. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm just making sure. It's like, what else can I get from you? <laughs> Give it's it to me. It's a big tree. You know That's what? We'll say, say it's a big tree. We'll say, because you're taking the time to do so, we'll say that you find, you find a diamond. I, oh, yeah, we find a diamond. I have a diamond. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Luden will put it, put it in the bag of holding. He doesn't say nothing to nobody. He's oh. just going to leave it for a rainy day. <laughs> When he's in trouble or in the doghouse, he's like, like, by the way. (laughs) Deanna's crying. (laughs) No one else can get it if you're the point. If you don't tell anyone, you put in the back. Yeah, I know. I know. No one can get it. I know. I know. I don't care if we live or die. Hey, I was looking for this diamond, y'all. I was looking for the things. Y'all, y'all are on the mirror. Y'all don't don't worry about this. Do you need Uh, any help with the mirror? We'll say you also find 10,000 gold. I'll definitely wow. put that in my uh, own coffers. You guys um, uh, haven't gotten lots of money. Uh, you know, I've been late on this train, but you know what? Fuck Luton. I have been three seconds <laughs> in this train. I love you too, sister. And uh, yeah, I'm going to take my 10,000 gold and we'll disperse it later. But they are definitely looking at the beer. The whole party just stewing. <laughs> like, are you kidding me, man? <laughs> got you don't worry so, do you want me to notate in the party funds or not uh you can notate in the party funds i'm gonna okay. keep at least a thousand on me though 
So okay, then I'm, gonna put, then I'm gonna put nine. <laughs> I'm gonna put nine thousand gold pieces in the party. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, because I, I make purchases. I need. I need money. Like we I'm have like party events right. for that. Never mind. It's fine. Everybody's looking, is standing, staring into the void, and then as you come up behind and say, do you need help with that? You see for a second, it looks as though something has gone very wrong in the force. Is everything okay? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking a little bit. What did you uh, see? A little bit. Mostly stare into the mirror. Nothing. I really thought for a second when he was talking about the mirror, I thought it might be, you remember, uh, Oliver's father with his masterwork, right? Yeah. With the mirror, but it doesn't look like that. We definitely, uh, we've seen it before though, I think. Hmm. Is there, could we roll, could we roll like a history check to remember? That's what you do remember. Right? I probably should have made you, make you roll a history check for what I've already told you. Oh, sorry. Well, you told us at break because the audience doesn't know what you told us. Uh, did I not? You said no, it at yeah, break. Yeah, that was that yeah, was in break. break. Well, no, she found the description. Yeah, after found the description. Oh yeah, she break. had the description. She had the description. Yeah. yeah. Hey, pray. You got that uh, that hefty duty identify spell that uh, just saves our butts all the time. <gasps> Thank Welcome. you, gun punch, gun RP. Punch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the raid. We saw them earlier. They followed us earlier tonight, so I think they scouted us. Yes, <laughs> Thank you so you much back. for the raid. Yeah, Flagons yeah, all wanna, around. Wanna, Flagons wanna, all around. You want to you want to save our butts <laughs> there, Queen? Uh, just go. Just go look at it. All right, sure. Um, she kind of wrenches herself away from where she was looking sad at the tree wall, <laughs> and we'll come over to the. What are we looking at? The mirror? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we kept some pearls, right? Yeah, they're they're in uh, Esperice's boots. Yeah, I have yeah. five pearls left. They have a boob pearl. <laughs> Thank you. I have four, let me write down, four boob pearls left. <laughs> All right, she'll take a, a feather from, from one of her pockets and she will begin um scrawling in strange symbols around the mirror <laughs> as she begins to oh right um ink okay she'll just like um cut her cut her um palm like they do in all the movies that makes total sense and she'll just use that to write her runes and things around the mirror as she begins to cast identify okay you begin to cast identify what you ascertain from this mirror you gain uh, this is used uh, you can kind of sense that a similar form of magic that is used during to, during scry uh, there you looking at looking at the symbol of the tarantula hawk wasp kind of like filigreed on the top and with your passive investigation, I want to say, okay, maybe, mm, with Esperice's, no, <laughs> with Samson's passive investigation and kind of what you ascertain from that, yes, it looks like this is direct communication 
between Lady Demise herself. Somebody else. Who is Lady but it's, Demise? It's more, it's more powerful than Scry. Like, it's actually, it's very similar to what Samson was saying. With his passive investigation, he is very correct. It's like direct walkie-talkie, but face-to-face with Lady Demise. Do we want yeah, to talk God. to uh, somebody who else is on the other side of... Wait, no, Lady no. Demise and Elrixus know each other? Yeah. What? what do they have to talk about? Oh, no, you. Evil, probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's more polite than what I was going to say. Our villain... Who was that, 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 that wizard guy who didn't cast any spells last time we saw him? With, um... <laughs> with 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 Micah, yeah, he hits one of these, right? Oh, uh... <laughs> we remember his name. Make uh... an intelligence check for anyone who doesn't remember, who would try to like to remember, <laughs> who would I'll like to try it. to remember. Talk, you're talking about the the caster that was with him. Yeah. Yes. Do you I remember don't... Brandon? Golly, yeah. it might this be. This is your story, man. This is hey. your oh, story. This is... <laughs> Akron wasn't there. Akron yeah, wasn't there. there. It's fine now. But Brandon was. <laughs> I rolled a 10. No, everyone 11. rolled a 10 or 11. I got a 15. We'll say Luden remembers. This <laughs> 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 is everyone else rolled terribly. Zevnik. 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 All gonna write uh, this down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That hurt. I'm sure it wasn't Devin. It was Zednik. Do we think it's something like a like a um back at uh, the temple they used to have? They would call them Zoom calls, where multiple people could be on the walkie-talkie at the same time. Do we think it's some communication between all of them, or does think, it all just? I think it's you? like uh, we had this thing at the um, at the Sparrowhawks. It's it's an older version of like the iPhone. It's face FaceTime, where you only have one person back and forth. Yeah, that I think that's. That's what's, yeah. Okay, so it's all just in contact with the Mise, not everyone in contact with each other. They're probably like best friends. Hmm. Maybe, I mean. I think if we take it, we could show Cyprian. Well, we could just have it, and then at some point, whenever we need to find Lady Demise in the future, we'll know exactly like at a moment, hey, we're coming for you for earlier. Ah, (laughs) Why would we warn her? Did we did we decide that Lady Demise was one of the people trying to raise the seven? Or mm, I remember somebody saying that she was collecting pieces of Vera. Yeah, I, I think that was where we last left her. Was that she was collecting pieces of of Vera, and that she was in connection to a lot of the larger things going on. But honestly. A lot's been going on since then, so she was not a number one priority for me. <laughs> okay, maybe we should just put it in the bag. We should mull over it for a little bit. We know, we know, we know. Cyprian wanted her, right? Wanted Cassius. <gasps> what do you mean? Right? Didn't Cyprian want Cassius, or wasn't she after him? Well, I thought that was for Cyprian's own. That was a different thing. Yeah, I, I think, think he so. just missed him. He just missed him. Yeah, they were best friends. 
It's really cute. My only concern is that anything that may link to Lady Demise may link to the Seven. And that concerns me that maybe there could be one of them here. Mm. Other. Mm. Dang it, Samson. (laughs) Just a concern. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Why else would these two talk? There's something here that they want. Either that, pieces of Vera, something. Is Elrixus one of the seven, maybe? You've known her a while, Samson. I don't think so. It's possible maybe she's got, I don't think she is one of the seven, but maybe she's got a piece of Vera or something that Demise wants, or maybe she, maybe one of the sevens made the way here. The the Faye, Faye and the material plane all kind of lay against one another, so it's possible that Demise just needs help with something. I can't imagine that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would work because, like, if the world gets destroyed, so does the Feywild. So. Mm-hmm. Lulu will take the mirror off of the thing and, I guess, shove it in Finn's bag. My bag? Yours is the only one big enough to hold the thing. Mm, uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Put it in there. <laughs> take, like, the ghost of the twice countess and things like that and put them in my little boho bag so that they have some place to be in. <laughs> my bag is conspicuously mirror-shaped now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll store it later. Also, I found this and Ludo pulls out a diamond. <gasps> he <laughs> looks so, he's so bag. upset that he has to share that with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, whatever. He pulls out a diamond. Oh, and this. And he gives Samson... 10,000 gold pieces, and he said, actually, and then he pulls back a thousand. I'm going to keep mm. this The modest finders. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cheap, I mean, honestly. I mean, um, yeah, considering there's like six of us, I should, I mean, that, that, that's less than, you know, a sixth. Just, just a thousand. That's like a real diamond? I mean, diamond. Here. And he'll just give it to Finn. I don't bite on it. Wow! <laughs> He's gonna hold breaks, it out. Breaks his teeth. I don't. I don't know. It's a diamond. What do you need diamonds for? Don't worry about it. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna put it. Yeah, here. No. Give it to Esprit. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, because now I I can have one, but then you can also have one. It's it's it's, it's wonderful. Oh. Like, okay. Are y'all gonna make rings or something? Yeah. Oh yeah, and then Luted realizes that no one else saw what he saw and goes like, oh. Like friendship <laughs> rings. <Yeah, it's> friendship. <laughs> like, <laughs> Much is the diamond worth? Do we know? What does it look um, like it's worth? Doesn't matter, we're never gonna sell like it. It's gonna be penalized pocket. I forget well, I forget the cost um for some of the spells, but like uh, is a thousand for Resurrection? I think it depends on how big they are, right? Regular resurrection is 5,000. Revivify is only 100, I think. Revivify is 300, Raise Dead's 5, and then Resurrection, I think, is 5,000. Samson, is it worth as much as your friend's life? And I'm not trying to sell it. I want to know how long it's going to take. What was the middle one? 1,000? Raise Dead is 500. 
Okay, we'll say it's a five worth five hundred then. Can't even cast that spell. That's why this one is for you. <laughs> oh, okay. It's cool. big. It's beautiful. It's it's a yeah. It's one of those yellow colored diamonds. Um, canary diamond. It's yeah. It's like a canary diamond, but like it's it suits Selrixis. Selrixis would have an off colored diamond that is kind of more yellowed and like tinted. Looks like a princess look. cut, though. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> All in y'all in the set. It almost looks green. Everyone's like crowded around it, like oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> guys. It's 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 a rock. Come on, let's. No, it's a special rock. As uh, okay. As you guys are, are talking, um, Miral before Miral leaves with one of the the centaurs, Miral will come over to you, Finali, and uh, just kind of like twiddling her thumbs behind her back, and she'll just be like. Thank you for believing in me. I I don't deserve this. And she holds out the wand of wonder that she caused a flood underneath the catacombs. Mira, why not? I almost killed us with a flood. Look, and he's going to reach over and like put his hands on hers. You actually created water that helped us put the fire outside. So it was kind of perfect. I did. So, you did. Saved me. Mm-hmm. I you was in a, a burning tree that could have gone bad. And he's like kind of side-eyeing us for and everyone else. Because this, this is charisma. This is it. He was on fire. <laughs> well, no, it was the fire element was very instrumental to, to Sanko's plan, of course. But afterwards, not only the fire and the mayhem, the water that you created was a real lifesaver, Mirel. Uh, will walk over and put her hand on her back. You helped get everyone out today. I did. I did all of that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I heard you did. You did very well for your first adventure. And it's I heard almost you're a like now. I knew I that we would need that. And I, yes, I am a knight. Uh, I'm a knight too. So maybe we can work again together one day. You are. Yeah. Me too. Who else is is everyone a knight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a knight. I am not a knight. You are you are now you are now a part of a very exclusive order. We're just There's here. Only three of us. <laughs> okay. There's only three of us. Maybe one day you can <gasps> And I know what we could call it. Soak! The silent order knights, and I also made everybody wet. <laughs> well, there you go. So you guys said they're silent. Shh, quiet. Soak, soak it is. Soak, press soak. Barry's <laughs> like dying quietly. We'll soak our enemies. <laughs> and every knight needs a weapon, so keep that on you. It's going to get rough coming up real soon, so use it as much as you can, but also oh, be careful. Left arm, or is it the right? It's it's whatever it's arm you want, you want it to be. Both. <laughs> With, uh, that, with the wine yes. and a bottle of acid, I will protect you, Queen Prayaria. And I will make sure to keep all of the people that we saved today safe and safer and, and continue to protect them and serve and protect. And I, th- I think you got it. 
Yeah, that, that was all the words. All of them. <laughs> and Eddie's, yes. Eddie's private. He's... We're counting <laughs> on you. The other thing you can do, Mural, and this is, goes for all of you, and you'll have to guide them in this, is make sure you spread the word about Queen Prioria. We need the word to spread as fast as it can. It's essential for our plans. I'm good at spreading words. Right. I so did that inside the tree too. You did. I can Let's do keep that. Going. Good. I know you can. Well, be safe, Muriel. You got it. You gotta go. You gotta go protect them. They're, they're okay. on their way out. Yes. I. Right away. I don't salute you because we're both knights. I salute Wait. the queen. There you go. And she just kind of like walks <laughs> off very like tall and walks over uh, back to the Minotaur who's just kind of like furrowed his brow like, okay, yeah, this, this kid, all right. <laughs> Saving grace one day, y'all, I'm telling you. I'm gonna be on the battlefield and just a wondrous wand is gonna... <laughs> yeah. Laura's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gonna be like, I'm gonna roll a D-100 I can't wait for her to raise a couple of levels. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Queen Prey, you better watch. She's 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 gonna be the next protector. You watch to see what I tell you. She will absolutely. All right, what are we doing? Just coming uh, for my job. Uh, I assume we're gonna go ahead and um, Luden's gonna pass a couple of fire arrows to Prey if she wants them. Um. And then we're gonna go outside and let her light this place on fire. I got I got an extra normal now, bow unless you want to use regular fire. I, I do want to point out so like the thicket that Samson grew and everything that caught fire with the elemental was all new growth. The rest of this growth, it's very this is damp. This is a very damp area, so you'll have to be uh, a little bit more creative with how you're gonna set this thing on fire. Continuous firebolt. Luden. But hmm? can we get some wind? Nope. Oh, I wish no? I could give you Wow, the one time. <laughs> right? I said it. I said, that's why I said, I mean, do we want to be silent or not? Penalize <laughs> if you hear something. Oh, oh, oh. Can yes. I control water and seep out all the water out of the plants and moss? That's Ooh. a very clever to way to bed. use control yes. water. Why not? Yeah. I love this the tree. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Get a blood bit the tree. You're using <laughs> create, you're using control water in a way that I would have never thought to use it before. Yeah, this. Yeah, good job. Do it. What? What is? Yeah. What does that look like? So he'll just start going around to every like chunk of moss and just be like taking it out, and then he's like, "I need like a bowl or something." Why? Or a bucket? Well, I don't know. Because if I put it on the ground, won't it just get the ground wet? You could you could shoot it far away, can't you? I guess I could try. I mean, there's, there's gonna be a lot of water in here, Finn. <laughs> 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 yeah. Samson. Get it out the window. <laughs> and he'll just keep doing that with each patch of water. Yeah, you'll just you just go around. It takes a little while, but eventually you kind of like strip the water from the tree. Um, and it just kind of like you hear it kind of crack and crinkle as all the water is absorbed and moved out from it. Um yeah, and it, it does take a little while. Probably takes thirty minutes to an hour. We'll say. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what the surface area is. You know, math, but we'll say an hour is probably decent. Esri took as her most recent cantrip a baby version of her brother's 
uh, a second level spell. She took gust and she's just going to stand there manipulating the winds and, and making sure that things catch um, with her little cantrip that's like baby of the wind. Looted sitting there like, yeah, that's the way you do it. Are there any <laughs> holes outside? Holes? Yeah, holes. What do you, what do you mean? Like, what do you... Like a, like a drop, like maybe a little pit or like a hole. Do we need to dig a hole? Yes, please. I, I don't have mold I, earth. I mold earth a hole. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I use the last of my control water to get the to the <laughs> get the piranhas out of their little home oh and God. outside <laughs> because they don't deserve to die. They didn't do anything. That's fair. And that's all. You know how many children those piranhas ate? Yeah, but they didn't. I mean, they were hungry, and somebody fed them the children. They didn't actively ask for children. You all watch as this massive globule sphere of water, and you just see piranhas swimming around in it, like looking around. And they, like, as it moves over your head, the the swarm of them just kind of move towards you, (laughs) as if they're like they're really hungry. hungry. (laughs) And they and and Finn continues to move this globule of water until it is right over the hole and just it lands in there and sops up over the edges. And uh, the piranhas just kind of like <laughs> skitter. There you go, little friends. Okay, now we can burn the place down. <laughs> Add it to the list of questionable things, Finn. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know that Prairia had like a plan for how this might look um, as we burn this tree and this whole house to the ground. What, afterward. What, or afterward. Yes. Okay. Well, you got. You got. Anything I can do, any any way that you describe Luda doing something that you need him to do it with to help burn the thing down, he'll do it. Uh, I got fire arrows, and that's about it for my uh, contributions and ability to set things on fire. You guys may take your short a short rest if you'd like. Sure. I don't remember if any. I think Akron lost health and a little bit. Yeah. Luda. No, I take no damage. I think I inspired some people. I any spell slots back, maybe. Yeah, I can. I I could could use one. Everybody, give me back your good berries. Can can use them? (laughs) Can I? If so, how long does a short rest take? An hour. A full hour. We'll just say an hour to like get the water out and. Dry the tree and do all that. Will we need the flame elemental to light this tree on fire? Get literally nothing from a short rest. This sucks. Might as well let him. He's 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 been wanting to burn there. He wanted to burn. How long does it last? Like an an hour. Oh, so he's gone. I would. I I could. I could expend a slot to keep him there. Right. I could. I could take the short rest and. Like spend the slot and keep him here, so he could do it. But yeah, I have to spend another spell slot. <laughs> I mean, we got fire arrows. We, we, we have fire at home. Oh, we got fire. Okay, yeah, we got <laughs> fire at home. Well, then, then I, I, I leave this fire elemental wanting, disappointed, as he does not get. He just kind of <sighs> disappears when the hour he's is so up. Mad. He's so mad. He is pissed. He's, <laughs> it's cool. It's all good. 
We'll bring him back later and he can help. Yeah. All right. Other stuff. There will be other things. Yeah, other things to burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked a little mean. <laughs> he was on fire? He was made of the fire. The piranhas were sweet. <laughs> I mean, the piranhas were sweet. But like so many plant men, was that not suitable for him? I, I couldn't really talk to him, not really know him that well. He didn't fire. even tell me his real name. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Luden doesn't get anything for a short rest, so he would like, while Finn is pulling out the water, want to have a quick convo with him. Okay. If that's possible. Yeah, before we do all this stuff. Um, and he'll he'll go over to Finn. I assume that just throwing yep. the water and stuff yes. and pulling it out. And he'll be like, hey, um, can I talk to you for a sec? Oh, yeah. You can keep going. It's, it's, uh, I just probably said. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, and so Luna gets like real serious for a second and uh, he'll look at Finn and I'll be like, hey, uh, so... Back there, yesterday, um, I wanted to say uh, thank you for uh, saying something. I, um, hmm. you know, I, I don't know. No one else said anything. And it felt good to have someone at least, you know, say something. And I also have been doing a lot of thinking, and I, I appreciate you, Finn. And I, I think I think you deserve an explanation on on why I, I've acted the way that I have towards you. I also want to say I'm sorry because. I don't think it was fair. Well, it's because I follow Levi, right? It's it's a little bigger than that, actually. Um, so, it, it kind of goes back to the beginning. I learned a, I've learned a lot hanging out with you guys, um, and it took me losing a lot to realize that I'm still trying to find myself. When I was gonna have this conversation with Vesperis, but then Hadriel kind of up and got captured. Um, I feel like she's she's found herself very well over the past couple of days. And I was actually gonna ask how she did it, but all that to say, so when Logan got taken and my mom got taken and everything just collapsed in my world. The, the first two emotions I felt were confusion and, and rage. And it took losing them to realize that like, I didn't know how to speak with people in the world. When I met you guys uh, and the way I came off so angry so like driven it was because i wanted to replace that family that i was right it took you guys not accepting me immediately to realize that a friendship is more than just 
people that you meet and people that you trust. And family is more than that as well. It took Samson telling me that I should probably go home to understand that no matter what you do, some people might not act the way that you want them to. Um, took me seeing Samson actually get taken and realizing that the world and the authority that I was taught to follow aren't always right. It took, um, it took Hinevi having one conversation with me, a serious one, to find out that, you know, the Sparrowhawks aren't everything that they need to be and uh, that they aren't what I thought they were. And so all that time, this all led up to this, this, this realization of I, all of these things that I thought I was, I'm not, right? And it, it hurt and the reason I didn't trust you at first was I, I was slowly able to find more information about every other member of our party, but you just seemed to be that enigma. And I, I couldn't get past that. I, I just couldn't trust you. And that's something that's, that's far gone. And I, 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 I want to apologize for that. But now that we're here, the reason that I didn't like the fact that you followed the V was because it seemed like, you know, he was the one that took everything from me, but not just that, like, when I was finding out all these things, not just about myself, but finding out the truths of the world, I realized I don't know what's me and what's Levi, you know? Um, but what I do know is me at the very least is, is the first feeling that I felt when I found out that my mother and Logan and basically my entire world was twisted around. It was rage, right? I'm, I'm angry all the time, but I know it's me. You know, like I, I, for a while there, I didn't know if, if, I'm, if I'm trusting you because that's what Levi wanted me to do or if that's my decision or if, if I'm, so I decided to burn everything because it was like, at least I don't have any of his stuff, right? So I, I burned down my house. I, I burned down anything that he gave me. And, and I, I, I've told members of the party that I didn't blame you, Finn. And I lied to myself thinking that I didn't see you as Levi, but I did. And that wasn't fair to you because the one thing that I do know is how much of a hold he can have on someone. And even if you don't want to accept that, I the first thing I did when I lost my family was try and seek out my stepfather and my mother. And it took losing them to know that, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't really them, right? And it, when you said those things and when I screamed at you before, right before you said those things, I, I started to listen to my own words and realized that, I mean, it's still not your fault. And one of the things that I've learned very recently when Esperis decided to follow Levi as well is 
the person is not the God. And I can distinguish that. And so I want to be your friend. Um, and I want to do better. And I want to be better. I'm not sure if that's going to translate very well in the immediate future. But I'm going to try and do better. I still have my plans for Levy, and I still have my mission. But I don't hate you. I don't think it's fair to say that I never hated you. But I don't hate you. I'm sorry. Oh, Luden, I know what it's like to I guess be surrounded by people that aren't like you, right? I know what it's like not to belong. And I know what it's like not to know yourself. You grew up in this world that Levi basically created for you, isolated, and I grew up on an island, so I'm still trying to find myself too. And I guess, it doesn't seem like it, but I get what you mean by holding on to an emotion, trying to have that drive you through and define your actions. Uh, for you, it's rage. And for me, sometimes it's um, like self-denial. <laughs> but I think what's important is, well... I think what's important is that we're trying to still find ourselves and that's kind of an ongoing process, right? It's a journey. And I don't know where my journey is going to go with Levi. I understand that you look at me and you see Levi because I'm an extension of him when I do his magic. But I don't know. If Levi is the way that I can save my friends and make sure they're still here with me, then what else can I do, right? I've never been very good with a sword. My whole family was a warrior clan, right? So they did it every day, morning to night, religiously, woke me up. They were elves, so like they only needed four hours of trans and I did not so that was rough too right not good at any of that but maybe you know now that we're starting our budding friendship you could help me with that and I won't feel so reliant on my magic all the time Finn I don't you use your magic and if it's part of the the irony of this entire situation is who do you think really taught me to make sure that I knew how to use a bow who do you think really showed me how to use a sword I'm using the skills Levi gave me as well I don't want his magic because I in some little twisted fantasy of mine I think it's setting some standard that I don't need him. But if it comes down to our lives, 
using Labee's magic. A hundred percent. Uses magic. Don't get me wrong, I'll help you with the sword. I'm always down to train. Just ask first. And if I don't want it, I don't know if that's something that I will ever be able to, uh, <laughs> to look past. But no condemnation on you for using and when all this is over, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I hope that you don't have to even be a part of that in any way. So, um, pull out a hand. Finn's gonna grab it and like shake it enthusiastically, and then pull him in for a hug. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess he'll he'll take it. it he he doesn't like hug it immediately, and then he. He will definitely like wrap his arms around and give him a, a hug. Like, yeah, bros. <laughs> yeah, we can find ourselves together, Luden. I'll help you, and you can help me. Okay, we're just gonna take it real slow, though. Right. Yeah. Slow. Like fist bump next time. <laughs> fist bump. He does it very enthusiastically. He like punches yeah, we'll, hand. We'll work on that too. Jeez. All right, Ben. We. We should burn down a tree, um, and we'll talk later, okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, and Luden will walk off from Finn uh, back outside, feeling a lot lighter. Um, like you can, you can see that he's he's still processing everything that, but he's, I think that he's wanted to say this for. Like ever since that the other conversation happened with um, Esperice's dad, but as well as like the things have been percolating for a while on trying to really describe what he's felt about with Finn. Um, so I think he's lighter that he's been able to say it. And Luden, when you come down to ground level, Esperis is making these little, it's not as big as when you do it. It's <laughs> okay. Like it's, it's going to be like, you, you got your, you explode people from the inside. Esperis. Like you're still the most powerful man. I got wind, you know, like yeah. this is, this is, this is, this is the first, I, what do you think I started with? Did that. But you got it a lot quicker than I did. So like you're maybe blow out the candles on a birthday cake, but hopefully no, or help start a fire. Like this, these are these are this is good. This it's a step. It's a step in the right direction. Right? Right. Got it. Got it. She will fan the flames as the fire gets started, unless there's anything else Finn or Luton wanted to do. No, I'm good. Before the, pl- the flames get too big, Prairie will um, walk up and just kind of like press her forehead to the tree and just um, give it a little kiss. And then she'll stand back while it burns. As the fire begins to grow slowly, can I say something? Go right ahead. There was something that I told Oromir about a long, long time ago. Um, 
at the temple, uh, part of our training was to, to look after the plants. We had kind of a nursery, yeah. And, um, I wasn't so good at, you know, some of the other training, but, but, but I took very much to a plant called uh, Flora Fiare. I don't know if you're familiar, in, in common tongue, it is um, a fire flower. It is a, a starts with a seed under the ground that does not uh, crack open until the temperature of the soil reaches these great extremes under wildfire or uh, less than wildfire. It is what they call a pioneer plant. It is the thing that grows back once destruction comes. After the fire, a fire flower will come and round it with the minerals that it gives to the soil. And then will come the, the berries and the grasses and the shrubs and the trees again will grow where fire was. And I told Uramir then, all of you remind me very much of that flower. And, uh, I know that under not just the queen, but her knights and her advisors and her people, this place will grow again. I'll just like take um, Esperice's hand and give her a little squeeze. Those were beautiful words, Risa. Thank you. The fire starts out slow. Small little embers that lick the bottom of this massive, just gargantuan tree. A subtle crackle at first. You smell the rot and the moss beginning to burn away. Begins to move up the massive roots. Until it is a blaze column of smoke encompassing the entirety of the tree. The heat piercing your faces and you feel the warmth. This place so cold now ablaze with such warmth. The warmth of your friends' words, friendships that have been made, that took some time, took some growth, some growing amongst yourselves as your stories have progressed. This symbol, this symbol, Prayaria, that this was once your home and everything 
that is your family, everything that is your heritage that was stripped from you. You've now taken steps to take from Elrixis. And so her home burns this day. Until nothing but ashes remain. Once the fire dies down, I will take um, will take the flower, and she will whisper to it what she wishes. And as she presses the flower in her hands to the ground, a small field of flowers blooms. They're small, and they're blue and they glow in the night. The flowers of home, the flowers that were hanging on by a thread on the rooftops in the ruins of Rithanawe. By chance, you saw that life hanging from the ceiling as if fate had brought you there just the right time. When only days, perhaps, this flower, this very unique plant had left to live. As if it was holding on. Because it knew you were coming. So you saved it. You brought it into the Vardo. You nurtured it back to health. You brought it home. And it begins to flourish and grow at your touch, climbing up the sides of the nearby trees, that the ash, the black, wrapping itself around, up the trees, up into the canopies of the dark, black, skeletal remains of the nearby branches and canopies. And as they bloom, blossoms, of pollen just begin to trickle down. Some of the blossoms begin to fall down like rose petals and cherry blossoms. And you watch as this glitter of light begins to just fall like rain, filling this entire space with this beautiful blue light. And it just cascades down as it hits the ground and more just begin to bloom in its place. You brought it home. I think for a moment she'll just sit there in the middle of this field with her friends. And just let them all feel good about what we're doing for a minute. And with that, that is where we will end tonight's session. Ooh. So, 
Let's thank all of our new followers, and we had a lot happen this episode. Let me let me roll back for a minute here. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Heloidy for the resub, Daniel for the resub, Mac for the cheer of 300 bits, Flock Obama for the tier one uh, gift or the resub. 16 months, Flock. 16 months. Woo. <laughs> uh, hello, love doves with the cheer of 100 bits. Mac for the cheer of 200 more bits. Uh, Flock with the gifted 10 tier one subs. Thank you so much. <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. Thank you, Certifiable Nerd, for the gifted two tier one subs. Uh, Playotic Games for the raid. Thank you so much. Wander Arc for the follow. Uh, Panda Juice Gaming for the resub at 17 months. Gut Punch RP. Uh, for the follow, uh, Ren Reb for the follow, Cold Spark for the follow, Vic Falcon 4 for the follow, uh, Gut Punch again for the raid, thank you so much, Wreck 1568 for the follow, Princess Lady Bro. Should I be loud? Am I, am I not loud enough? Bud Fan so You gotta for do the film, so you gotta go, Ladybug, thank you. <laughs> Bud Fan all of our. Thank you for, for the follow. Rien seven thirteen for the follow <laughs> for all the follows and the raids and the bits and the <laughs> thank you all so much. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of Fate Send. If you enjoyed our show, please consider. Uh, geez, please kind of stop looking at the chat. Dylan's being <laughs> distracting me uh thank you all so much for uh hanging out with us this evening we if you enjoyed fate send please consider a follow uh we also we play here every monday at 7 30 p.m central standard time uh if you enjoy our show we also have other shows on wednesdays we have our iron valor show where we uh we are currently we run through different wizards of the coast modules we're currently running through wild beyond the witch light you can join uh or join us there at 8 30 p.m central standard time and see our lovely deanna deanna DMs that game. You can also see Reyna and you can see Danny there as well. Uh, that They're just as brilliant on that show as they are on this show. Come join us. <laughs> yes, and you can actually interact uh, with a little bit more in that show as well. You can use uh, Valor coins that you've been earning if you've been watching us this whole night to grant luck to players. You get to bless the party. You get to curse the DM. It's very fun, very interactive, and you get to be a part of the game, which... Who doesn't want to be part of the game? So join us on uh, Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time for Witchlight Iron Valor. Other than that, you guys have just been so awesome. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We This has been such a great episode. Uh, we're going to raid. We're going to raid and continue to share the love within the community. Uh, did you thank JP? They just <laughs> subbed. Thank you. Thank you, JP, for the resub for 20 months. Holy cannoli. Thank you so much for the resub. Uh, if you enjoy... Uh, yes, we're going to raid. I'm just about to go into a loop here. Uh, we're going to raid. We're going to raid. It looks like Dice, uh, Dice versus Studios. Um, so stick with us. We're going to do a raid. Dice versa. Dice versa. Dice versa? Did I say that wrong? <laughs> oh, no, I just, I just okay. got the, the thing. Other than that, <laughs> we love you, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye!
Bye, beautiful people. Happy New Year. Happy New Bye, Year. <laughs>